It's Friday the 4th of August and it's time for another Rapid Dicks Friday fix but some bad news first of all. Rappo's got a cold. <laughs> Stay kid Dicks. Stay kid Dicks. <laughs> right. Well, I, I'm sorry I'm not I haven't actually got a smile on my face. I am very sad to hear that but I'm really glad that I'm not up at the House of Rapsies this week yeah. to, to catch it off I you. Thought, so that's fine. I thought that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Rach, Rach slept in the spare room last night, Dick. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a great person to be around, mate, I don't think, at the minute, coughing. And I apologise to everyone before we start as well, Dick's on coughing and spluttering. And if I, you know, I might have to break off to blow me nose, Dick's, if oh, I throw it, mate. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. So let, let's let's get on. Let's get this one over with quick. And, yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> um, what uh, have you been? Well, have you been well enough to go to any football games since we last uh, spoke last week? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I managed it. It was a bit of a nightmare, Deke's last weekend. Really, um, Jack Jack's obviously off to. Abu Dhabi, mate, next week for two years. So we uh, we had to help him move on Saturday morning, Deeks, out of his uh, oh. out of his student house, Deeks. <laughs> but he's been in the last four years while he's been the teacher training, Deeks, flipping out, mate. We was there about, well, we got there 11, mate. I thought, oh, a couple hours, you know, get back into traffic, mate, and go to the Blazy game, you know, like... Excuse me, mate. Like like you were at, mate, and uh, yeah, we we left up there uh, twenty five past two, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so so late for the kickoff, and well, you didn't get it, yeah. obviously. So uh, that's right. no, mate. No. So yeah, a bit guy over that, Dicks. Yeah, a bit guy over that. Not to worry. There'll be plenty more games. I'm sure that you'll be able to catch up with uh, during the season. Yeah. So um, yeah. And of course, this week or this weekend, it's pretty much all systems go. Um, we've got action in the FA Cup. We've got uh, uh, obviously True yeah. City start. We've got the Superior League kicking off. Um, Peninsula obviously began during the week with Liscard against St. Dennis. So it, it's all systems go, isn't it, really? Yeah, plenty of football things that there is. Yeah, we've. Uh, We've well and truly started, I think, now, mate, have we? Well yeah. and truly started. Just, could just do with the weather being a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, crazy, Dicks, isn't it? Like, all, you know, first week of August, mate, you think it's, well, I think it's November, mate, wouldn't you? Yeah. Really? That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, let's okay. keep our fingers keep our fingers crossed that everything's going to be a bit better weather-wise but um let's start as we normally begin and it's uh in the, well step two now isn't it this season Truro City in uh, the National mm. League South uh, they're up and running Saturday and uh, hence we're going to hear well let's hope that Cam is also ready for the proper season to start yeah no definitely we're we're, we're very excited for it um I spoke to spoke to Paul Watton uh, during the week, and he, he he was saying how that it's almost like the lads have worked, and, and not just the lads, but the club in general behind the scenes and stuff. We've worked so so hard to to get to the to National League South, and we've earned the opportunity to be here. So 
um, we've just got to try and take it as the best opportunity we can. So, and to be back in it, we we've we've been we've been in this level before. Like you've seen it, Dave. Fans have seen it. It's a it is a cracking level of football for non-league, and I feel like the league's only getting stronger. The fact it's got the, the likes of Yeovil and Torquay in it, Maidstone, all professional outfits, and I'm pretty certain there's at least four or five other teams who are full time as well. So um, it, it just makes for it's almost like it is almost like a certain extent professional football. Um, I know it's slightly different, but with, with those sort of teams in it, it does give, gives off that that aura. So. Um, we're looking forward to it. I know the lads are really, really excited, and it, no one likes preseason. It's all that grue, the you know, the grind and training and like all the the games. It's I know, I know that they they do mean something. They're useful, but in terms of like results and stuff, it's what sort of who really cares? It's sort of all about getting minutes in the legs. So to actually go into like the competitive stuff again, it would be. Um, I know the lads are looking forward to it, and uh, as a club, I think we're just excited to see see where the season takes us and. Um, well, we got a, a lot of tough games ahead starting on Saturday. Mm. Yes, you, you mentioned obviously back in the National League South. It seems it's hard to believe, really, that Truro City are only two divisions away from the fo- football league, aren't they? <laughs> Crazy, Dave. It really is, and it's like what's what's even scarier is the fact is you Truro in the past. Don't forget, I think it's twice now we've been in the in the National League South playoffs, which um, yeah. and that you think about you think about that we could have been in the same league as as the likes of Wrexham, and we look we look at them all over the news <laughs> and everything with on the TV every week and stuff like that. So. It is. It's crazy, really, and the, the, this is the standard you want to be at as a club, and for the players as well. You want to play at the best standard possible, and um, to have this down down here is brilliant. And it's not. And to be honest, talking about other clubs as well, the hat to have, as they call it, the National League South South uh, West almost, um, and having the likes of Weymouth, Taunton, Western, um, Torquay, Yeovil. Chippenham, Bath, all in this sort of area. It's, it's, I can imagine it's a nightmare for Paul with recruitment, with all these play, all these clubs hmm. trying to trying to get the same sort of caliber and level of player. But in terms of supporters and um, the standard, it's brilliant for Southwest football to have all these teams in this division as well. It is brilliant. So hmm. um, long may it continue, really, Dave. But I think for us, it's we're just we're just happy to be there. Really, I know. I, for one, when we saw that Western had got promoted and you saw that uh, Weymouth had managed to survive and uh, Yeovil and Torquay had got relegated and you could see what the league was almost turning into, you were thinking, come on, come on, we, look, this was in the playoffs as well last year, like, come on, we, if we beat Paul and beat Bracknell, we could be part of that, we can be part of this National League Southwest kind of thing. So um, the fact that we did it is, is fantastic and... As I said, the lads are just so, so looking forward to it. Like There's a buzz around the club, and I think we're just excited to, to get going. Right. Now, my question to you about the, the clubs in the National League South, where is Avely? A-V-E-L-E-Y. So, Avely is a, is a, it's a weird one, Dave. Where do you think it is? I haven't got a clue, to be honest. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Avely, I believe... Gloucestershire. In is Essex, I believe. Essex, one of those ones. Um, so yeah, I believe it. I'm just, I'll just give it a quick Google now. I should know. Yeah, it's a town in uh, in Thurrock in Essex, which obviously we've been to Thurrock before. Yeah, East Thurrock. So, um, been there a couple of times, which is a, a very long trip. So, oh, it's one of those ably newly promoted. But yeah, it's a bit of a track day this one. But as I said, we can't really complain because I've just been talking to you about the, the seven teams are down here. So yeah. if a couple of trips to Essex, I suppose we won't mind. But 
And I suppose one of the positives is Dave Concord aren't in the league, and um, <laughs> that, was a, that was an awful journey up there. Um, Concord, Truro to Concord was. I remember I did it about when I was living in Falmouth. I did it about two or three times, and God, that was that was a killer journey. So <laughs> thankfully, I've not go that far. But right. no, but on the other hand, I say that, but we have got Dover, so that's yeah. <laughs> can't get much further than that. No. Okay, so Saturday, your first game of the season, first league game of the season, Welling United at home. What do we know about them? Well, we played Welling a number of times. Dave, they're a they're a very they're a, they're a tough team, and they'll, they'll be a very good outfit. Like they're established in this level. Um, I was writing the match preview for this for this game for the website, and funnily enough, I actually found out something that I didn't. I knew they'd been in the National League South a long time, but um, they, including the Conference South, what when it was once that they haven't played any lower than that division since 2004 um, so they've basically been playing step two or step one of non-league for well t- nearly 20 odd years so it's been a, a bit of been a long time uh, they've been at this level so as I said when we said we're in for a tough ask it's they're a good they're a well-established team good level know exactly what it, they'll be they'll be they'll know what they'll expect from us they'll probably whether they have to weather the storm a little bit for the first 20 minutes or whatever and but they'll, they'll be they'll be well drilled they'll know exactly what they're doing so um couldn't really ask for a, a tougher start but um they didn't have the best season last year i think they finished 16th um 10 points clear of the relegation zone but it's a it's such a tough league dave i think they, they probably would have taken that but i know um I spoke to Paul actually and asked him about does he know anything about Welling and he said he didn't really know anything. He knew that uh, their former manager was a mate of his, Warren Feeney. Um, well, he's left the club now. Uh, they're now uh, now managed. Uh, they are now managed by a different a different bloke. So it'd be interesting to see what what they're going to be like. It's his. It'll be his first game in charge of the club. So it's um yeah going to be going to be an interesting interesting game I think with Truro back in the level for the first time Welling under new management in their first game so it's um it's in all extents of purposes it's one of those it looks like it's going to be a bit of a cracker so um yeah hopefully we can get as many people through the gate and cheer the lads on and this is as I said this is the level we want to be at and the fact that we're back after after four years in our eyes we we were robbed of it twice so to finally be back in it is, is brilliant right and you say about getting people through the gate um i did read somewhere that you put the admission prices up? Yeah, um, <laughs> slight increase, Dave. Uh, only only a quid extra, um, which I suppose in terms of the level is not is not that bad. Um, but admission this year, adults are eleven pound. Uh, concessions nine. Uh, under sixteens is staying the same at six pound, and then under tens are free. So um, it's one of those eleven quid to watch National League South football. I don't think. You'll struggle to find something anything cheaper than that at the level, to be honest, Dave. Um, in comparison, when you compare that to Torquay, uh, which is obviously only down the road for us, uh, I think they charge £18 as their cheapest ticket, Oof. and that's if you book it in advance as well. So um, I think if you're looking to go on the day and buy a ticket at Torquay, you're probably looking at upmost of 20 quid, maybe even higher than that. So um, realistically for us, I think it's 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 a good price. And um I'm sure people people will uh, people will agree with that. If you, I'm sure there'll be someone out there who do some research and look at all the National League South prices and make a list of it. We always get tagged in those sort of things on on Twitter and stuff. But um, yeah, so if anyone if anyone has got the time to do all that, then it'd be interesting to see if there is any cheaper than that. But um, yeah, eleven pounds for this year, Dave, which I don't think is too bad. Right. If I do say myself. Yeah, you might be slightly biased, but um, yeah, <laughs> Just um, slightly, yeah. <laughs> 
just um, j- just uh, completing the friendlies, you had a game last, when was it, Friday or Saturday? Was it against Tiverton? Uh, last Saturday, Dave. It was a bit, bit weird playing on a Saturday. I'm not used to that in pre-season. It's always all sort of the midweek games, Friday nights. But, um, yeah, we had a Saturday clash away at Tivy. Um Tiverton, as I said last week, it's a, it's a good game to have. They're a, a decent standard, and we, we know that Scotty Rogers got their team always lined up well. And um, we went there, and we it was a professional performance from us, really, Dave. It was one-four-one in the end. Um, Rocky O'Neill continued his fine scoring with two goals. Ryan Law scored on his on his return. Um, he scored after after a minute, which was um, <laughs> sort of. Uh, it was quite nice as he score early and puts us in cruise control. And uh, Ed Palmer also got on the score sheet as well. And I think he was he was a bit annoyed with me actually, Dave, because I didn't get a picture of him leaping to head the ball. <laughs> and he was saying, "I only score once every three years." He was a bit disappointed. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I'll hopefully, 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 he scores next week when we have a proper photographer there. Get a photo <laughs> a prop- I like that when you have a proper photographer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, well, the amateurs like myself, Dave. I'm, I can't catch those key moments. But, um, it's, it's, as I said, Ed was a bit annoyed with me, but uh, yeah, we four-one. Nal Thompson actually scored the former Truro player. You know, that's a name yeah. you'll know well. Yeah, he scored the penalty to a consolation goal for them. I think that was at, that was at two-one, and then we scored. Ed Palmer made it three-one, uh, literally about a minute after the penalty so uh, it was pretty pretty comfortable victory for us in the end and there were a few former Truro players in that team day for Tivy Jamie Richards who mm. we all love at Truro we know club captain for six or seven years River Allen who I'll, I will mention actually um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week actually but the last time we hosted Welling United on the opening day of the season uh, back in uh, the 2017-18 season I believe it was um, we, we, we actually hosted Welling on the opening day beat them 3-2 um, we were 2 0 up, threw away a 2 0 lead, and then River Allen scored in the 93rd minute to give us a victory. So <laughs> right. there's your start of the day, Dave. Right. Sort of linking in, but he was playing for he was playing for Tivy on the weekend, and Jack Rice as well, who was one of their new signings, was with us. Won our goal of the year last year as well, Dave. So, right. so, so that's for the evening. Right. The result was what four one you said. Four one, yeah. Yeah. So. And this week, presumably, just training a couple of training sessions. Uh, yeah, so the, the lads will be tra- lads would have trained uh, on Tuesday. Um, we trained down in Ashburton, and then they they would have trained on Thursday at Saltash as well, Salt Mill. So um, there'll be two training sessions, and then basically, I'm sure the, the gaffer will be telling the players just rest up and be a uh, nice and fresh, ready for ready for Saturday. So um, again, it's three o'clock kickoff. So I don't know what their morning routine is, but and I'm not sure how the how the sessions will go. But I'm sure they'll probably work them quite hard on on Tuesday and, and Thursday. So they're all ready. And well, I think I said I said this to Paul actually. I said, "Are oh, you always ready?" And he goes, "No matter whether you're a player or a manager, and no matter how many preseason sessions you do and stuff, you're never ready for the opening day of the season. It's always <laughs> one of those that." There's always crazy results, crazy decisions and stuff. So, um, and he actually he actually said, hopefully we don't have any of those crazy decisions and it goes our way. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good day for us. It's a back back in the league that we want to be, and so fingers crossed we we get the job done. Right. Okay. Well, the time has come then, come. Where are oh, Truro City going to finish in the table? Well, this is this is this is where you put me under pressure here because I don't know what you and Rappo are going to say. So, um, well, you know more than well, we do about Truro City. I mean, well, well, do I? I don't know. Um, but well, I'll be honest, Dave. I think if you were to ask me as as a fan and and stuff, and the, 
in a new league and stuff, newly promoted. And basically, realistically, Dave, we the plan is for us to be back in Truro for next season and it's imperative that we have National League South football when we return. So to start off with survival is the aim. Um, but for us, like if you said to me, I'd probably take a mid-table finish now. I'm sure Paul probably would as well. Um, but you, you never know what the, how the season's going to go. We could be... We could start brilliantly and win our first five games. We could start terribly and lose our first five, and it, it's crazy. Football's football's a crazy game, and um, but if, if you, I'll, I'll say mid-table finish, Dave. I'll take that. Right. But um, I think survival's the first aim. But I think I think we're, I think we are better than that. But that might come back to haunt me. That, <laughs> mid-table or or perhaps just slightly above that. I, I think you're going for we'll, we'll, aren't you? We'll go, we'll, we'll go mid-table. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I like, I like the I like the um, the number twelve. So we'll go with 12, 12, 12 play finish. That'd mm, be right. Right, because twenty four teams is just, it's going to be a long old season, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and as I've already predicted, I said this. Uh, we've got some long trips, some slightly shorter ones, but the long trip is uh, Dover, and they've decided to schedule it, much to my annoyance, in the middle on a Saturday in January. So I, we both know, Dave, that the weather's probably going to be horrendous. <laughs> The game will get postponed and we'll end up having to drive to Dover on a Tuesday night. Midweek. Like, lovely, lovely. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and it'll be in February or March and the weather will be equally as bad. So well, um, looking forward to that one. Yeah. Don't forget, they've got to come down to Park, um, Belitha as well. So uh, it, That's true, yeah. Yeah. So just, I, I don't know when they are due to come down, but um, probably it'll be balmy sunshine on that day. So... Yeah, well, probably. Yeah. Well, I've, I've I've heard the pitch is looking really good at Belifo this year, actually. So, um, mm-hmm. be interesting to see what I've not I've not been up to Belifo in a in a long time. So I'll be looking forward to seeing that on Saturday. So right. Well, you better set off early. You might forget how to get there. <laughs> well, you forget, Dave. I live on the Cornish side of the bridge, so I might get stuck in traffic. Yeah. After Plymouth, get on that Tamar Bridge traffic in the summer holidays. Yeah, get your money ready for the bridge for the toll. So. Uh, Oh, no, see, this is where you don't... You, come on, Dave, locals have Tamar tags, don't they? Oh, do they? All oh, right. Well, yeah, yeah, see. Right. <laughs> right, anyway, Cam, um, thanks very much for coming on. We wish, obviously, True City and yourself the uh, the very best of luck for the new season. And, um, well, I suppose here's a question for you to, to, to leave you with. Right, if if True City were to get into a promotion place... Yeah. Would would the new ground be good enough for National League? Well, what is it? National League proper. National League gradings, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's food for thought, isn't it? Dave? <laughs> um, don't, actually, Dave, don't go there because the last thing we want we, we don't want any delays put on the stadium. Do we? So <laughs> no. you, don't, you don't you don't want to have to add like another hundred thousand seats or whatever it is. So. No, but it is, uh, it's a thought. It's a thought. So that is, that is a thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll well, leave you with we'll it then, Cam. As I said, we'll see. We'll see where we are, Dave. But we might be thinking too far ahead, then. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thanks very much, and uh, well, we'll talk next week. Cheers, Deeks. Uh, yeah, looking forward, Deeks, to see City back in the National League South, mate. Uh, sure, there'll be some ups and downs, mate. When they're you know playing at a great level of football like that, mate. But you know, just stay out of the bottom four, mate. I think it'll be a success, Deeks. Would it? Uh, mm. You know. Like like you and Cabra say, mate, as long as City is still in the National League for that move back to the ground, hopefully in 24, 25, thinks. And, and it sounds like they're finally cracking on with it, mate. 
um, which is good news, mate. I spoke to someone this week, and and he said that he's seen a lot of work going on up there, parked at the park and ride, you know, and mm-hmm. um, had a quick look while he was there, Diggs. <clears throat> Excuse me, mate. And yeah, said it's really good, mate. So cracking on pretty quickly. And, and a winnable fixture, I think, Diggs, to start at it, the season, well in at home. I mean, you know, the wings, mate, the wings, as they're called. I hope the, the, the wings are clipped on Saturday, Diggs, didn't you? Yeah, that's um, right. Been in the league yeah. or been at this uh, level, as Cam said, for quite a while, but um, that doesn't really yeah. mean too much, does it? And, and uh, well, no well, doubt Troy will be keen to get a good start. And another signing during the week, Adam Porter, adding to the squad. So that squad is gradually getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Thanks. I think City will be all right, mate. I think, like, you know, we were saying last week about what's his contacts in the game and all things, you know, I think, what what he'll lack in maybe bolsters squad numbers he'll get in on loans and all anyway mate won't he so you know that floater season will be coming up soon won't it so players mm-hmm. you know will want to be going out on loan and stuff so you know I think City will be fine mate don't you yeah <laughs> yeah I think so perhaps they, they'll they'll enjoy a little cup run they haven't had a, much of a cup run since oh. a couple of years ago wouldn't it they uh, did well in the FA Cup but um uh, we could do with them yeah. perhaps um, exciting us all with that. But, uh, but and price has gone up, but only a quid, uh, as Cam said. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing much to worry about. He did tell me, uh, he mentions Torquay there. And Torquay, if you don't get a, if you don't book online ahead of the game, it's something like 22 quid or something. So for for Torquay. Okay. So uh, Truro's, uh, what is it? £12 is bargain, isn't it? Yeah, half price, mate, isn't it? Half price. Yeah, that's right. To watch the same level of football, mate. Yeah. To watch the same level. Yeah. So, uh, bargain. Bargain, mate. Bargain, that's right. Okay, so that's <laughs> True City. They're home to uh, Welling United on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff in the National League South. Um, Things start properly as well for uh, Mosul this season. Not league action, but FA Cup action, competitive football. Let's go and hear what Pablo's got to say. It's uh, FA Cup time on the weekend, Saturday the 5th of August. I mean, look, come to Trungle Park, it'll be a great game. Our first competitive game of the season, like I said for uh, in, in last week's episode, I, I think we've had a strong pre-season. I think everyone at the club's happy about it. Um, we, had, we had six different fixtures. We've looked strong in different ways in each of them, I think, at least for periods of the game, even against sides like Exeter and Dorking. So I think towards the end, we've had a, big, uh, a few big results. Um, launched and most recently, of course, with a with a 10-0 win, quite emphatic, obviously. So, look, I, th- I, th- I think we're in a strong position. The FA Cup game, I think, is the perfect preparation for us. We know Ilfra Kuma is an opponent before we play the more unknowns, obviously, in, you know, a week after that game on the Saturday in the Southern League. So, it's a good start for us. I think it gives us a chance to get even more minutes in the players' legs. It's a competitive game. It's an FA Cup game. Should be a decent first crowd of the season. So I think everyone's really excited. I think we're in a good place, actually, as a club, going into the sporting side of things. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned that your last friendly, that was uh, yeah. 10-0 uh, up there at Lanson on, on last Friday. What have you been doing this week? Or what's the plan this week? Yeah, so of course, we had that friendly on the Friday. Um, really good game, really strong performance. I don't think Launceston were terrible, actually. And of course, 10-0 sounds like a battering, doesn't it? But <laughs> I mean, look, I think we were just ruthless in the final third, played some really good football, teams looking really fit and strong. Um, and it's just good to see the forward players getting goals under their belts too. After that, of course, it was really, I think, you know, the aim of that game on the Friday was to give the players 
their last Saturday off in potentially months and months and months, really, if if without cancellations, of course, which there will be. But still, it just gave the players a chance to have that Saturday night free with their families or their friends or do whatever they wanted, you know, and have the chance, really, I suppose, to have a normal weekend, if you like, for the, for the last time in a while. And then what we've done is um, Tuesday night, we did a bit of a get-together get at Trungle. I'm actually back in Bristol now, so I wasn't there. Um, but the players sort of had a bit of a get-together. I'm not sure if they went out on the pitch due to weather conditions, but there was a chance they did a bit of training and then also went in the clubhouse at the end. And I think it was really like a preparation for the season, a sort of like a, a pre-season meeting before the competitive football starts and everyone had a chance to say what their aims are, what their goals are for the season. The coaching staff sort of had like a presentation, I believe, um, of how we want things to go this year. So I think it was a really good evening at Trungle. Then I believe we're going to be training again on the Thursday at Penryn. Um, and that'll be in, of course, preparation for that game on the Saturday. So, yeah, look, two get-togethers in the week after that game against Launceston. And then it's on to Ilfracombe on Saturday. Hmm. And as you touched on, uh, obviously, Ilfracombe were in the same league as you last season. So, um, I don't know. That's probably a good thing, isn't it? In the sense that you, you might know a little bit about them, although obviously squads do change during the summer, as have most, or as, uh, you know, yourselves, haven't you? You've changed. So personnel-wise, it's always difficult to know exactly who you're going to be coming up against, isn't it? First game of the season. Yeah, of course. I, I think when I've spoken to the coaching staff, that you know, I, I, of course, when we go into a new league, it's obviously going to be different. And I think from what I've heard we're getting the same feeling around the club going into the Southern League this time that that we did when we went into the Western League the first time um, in the 21 to 22 season, I believe. So I think we've got that exciting feeling. We don't know what to expect, um, but that, of course, can mean we surprise people. And I think we surprised people in our first season in the Western League and we probably started a bit slow. And then by February, March, maybe a lot of people thought we were going to get promotion that year. Of course, we did the next. So I think, look, a similar thing could happen this time around. You don't know what you're going to expect in these sorts of leagues. I'm expecting a more physical test in the Southern League from what I've heard from various people around the club. But, I mean, look, it's all going to be exciting. So I think, look, you're right. I mean, it means that first game against Ilfracombe. We know them a bit better, of course. We played them twice last season, of course. Draw at Trungle, beat them quite heavily um, away from home, to be fair. But, look, we know. We, I suppose we'll know a bit more about them. We know a bit more about the manager. Um, and so the, the start of play, like you say, changes happen. We've changed. To me, we, we're already a slightly different team than we were last season. So things are going to change. But it's a really good first opportunity, I think. I think I, I like the draw. I think it it, it, it will suit us. Um, it will give us a chance to get us playing, you know, the football we've we, we've been trying to implement in pre-season, but in a competitive manner. And I think it will set us up nicely for that first game in the Southern League. You mentioned you the, the, the players change. What, what's changed? Well, I think I, I have to say, I think off the ball um, has been a key for me. And, and I know the players did a lot of work on, on fitness this this summer. And I think this is the, one of the main things the coaching staff are trying to prep the players for this season is to be off the ball incredibly ready. Um, and, and I think that's going to give us the, the, the upper hand over a lot of opposition. I think off the ball, in terms of positioning of players, being in the right areas of the field to anticipate balls up to the forward players of the, of the opposition, turning over possession quickly we just look so energetic and I think we, we played teams like Launceston on that Friday night and just absolutely suffocated them what well, another thing I noticed I think was fast balls into the attackers and behind a lot um you know I think often with the football we play they'll often be you know a bank of four or two banks of four in front of us and we'll try and have to unpick them like that but we played a lot of early balls in behind against Launceston on Friday and of course that will change week to week depending on opponent on how they set up and what they allow us to do but I think I saw a lot of that so I think with the new signings, it gives us a chance to change shape as well. The likes of Ryan Barrett, Morgan Lewis, gives us a chance to go to three at the back, five at the back, and stick as a four. 
So I think we look versatile, really fit with off the uh, off the ball, um, moving the ball incredibly quickly. Some of the combination play as well has been superb. So look, it will of course be a similar sort of style to last season, but I think we'll be looking to take a step up as we've gone a league up. So from what I've seen in preseason so far and what I know the coaching staff want to implement. I'm quite positive on on that side of things. Right. And top goal scorer last season, Hayden Turner. Um, slight injury uh, scare as such uh, when we spoke last week. Uh, any update on him? Yeah, there is an update. First update is that I misdiagnosed injury. I shouldn't have said what it was without knowing the full thing. Um, I, believe it, <laughs> I believe it was, in fact, uh, a calf injury. Um, so that's what it was with Hayden. But look, Hayden did indeed take part in the warm-up against Launceston which was good to see. And to be fair, he looks really sharp, really good, um, especially in the shooting drills towards the end. So look, I, I think he's going to be back in the squad, I believe, Phil for Kuma. Of course, that's a coaching staff decision. I won't have the the insight on that, but I'm almost certain Hayden will be in the squad against Phil for Kuma. Should potentially get some minutes off the bench. If he doesn't get minutes, minutes off the bench against Phil for Kuma, I'm sure he will against Westbury. And then look, the good thing is that it was just a pre-season injury he's managed to deal with it well and he should now be back, you know, in the squad, fit and ready to go for competitive football, which of course is really good to see. Like you say, top scorer last season. We've caught well in preseason. Like of course, you know, scored 10 the other night without him, but, you know, we know how much of a big player he is for this team. So it's of course going to be great to have him back on the left wing. Mm. You didn't get told off, did you? Well, <laughs> I didn't get told off. I just got a few comments, you know, it's just, it's a learning curve, isn't it? I don't know why. I think it was because Josh Story had a foot injury and then, yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't quite <laughs> I didn't quite remember what it was. And I was almost certain he didn't say calf or hamstring, but then I was quickly reminded that that's what it was by a few players and also a few of the coaches. So there you go. But yeah, I'm almost certain it's calf now. So if it's not calf, then I'm going to get another battering, I suppose, the next time I'm there. <laughs> yeah, but look, I'm almost certain it was. But look, the good thing is that he's back now. So there we go. There's no injury to worry about. Yeah. And I was thinking uh, regarding the podcast, it's, it's good that they listen, isn't it? You have to throw in these yeah. deliberate mistakes at times. <laughs> you have to try and catch them out yeah no they are they are listening yeah i think i think it's good for for the people of the club to hear of course i mean we we want we want the club name to get out there so you know any anything that we can do to promote that is obviously great so yeah i know a few of the players listen to it anyway um i think tim nixon is quite a, quite quite an avid listener but i think you're going to have him on actually or you have had him on before mm. um so so yeah i think you know, we've got a few people within the club who of course are going to listen and yeah it's, it's good for me as well to come on and you know, give updates on things, especially with such an exciting season for us. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Tim Nixon. How's he getting on? How's yeah. he settling in with the squad? Yeah, I think settling in-wise, he's, he's doing really well. Um, he seems happy, upbeat. He looks sharp, very quick player, quicker than I than I thought, actually, to be fair. Very sharp. Um, I think he'll probably be disappointed, I suppose, with the slight injury he got earlier on in pre-season. But look, it wasn't a long one. Um, and I think he's looking good. I think he's just he's just adapting to our style of play, to be fair. Scored a lot of goals at Falmouth last season. He's, of course, played at Miles or before. So I think adaptation-wise, off the pitch, in terms of how he's bedded into the dressing room, really well. Like, really easy, really comfortable, lovely guy. Um, you know, there's not going to be any problems there. And I'm sure, you know, his ability is going to shine through this season as well on the pitch. So, yeah, I think we're all really happy with his addition. I can say the same for all the other signings as well. Off the pitch, lovely guys embedded into the team really well. I think the group's really strong, is what I say. It probably gives us the upper hand over a lot of teams. I'm not saying, because I can't say that the other teams aren't together, so I'm not saying that at all, but I still think the, the way we are as a group, I think this season, again, has sort of come together over pre-season. New signings have embedded really well, and I think it's going to give us the upper hand and that togetherness in a, in, a, in a lot of matches to push us forward. So on Tim specifically, yeah, look, he, I, think, I, think he's, I think he's doing well. He's looking really sharp. 
just now time for that to get some goals under his belt and, and I'm sure they'll come soon. Right. Well, thanks so much, Pablo. We will see how things go on Saturday. As you said, the first competitive game, FA Cup, home to Ilfcrum Town. And then the winners play uh, Wendred and St. Blasey. So you stay in Cornwall if you win. Yeah, yeah. Exciting first few FA Cup draws, actually, for the club, I think. So, yeah, I think everyone's excited. So, yeah, come to Trungle Park on Saturday. <laughs> Kickoff time is? Three o'clock. OK. Thanks very much. Thank you, Deeks. It's Pablo there. Of course, he's going to be with us all season, um, keeping us up to date with what's happening at Mosul down there in the far corner of the county. Um, FA Cup action this week, extra preliminary round, all three o'clock kickoffs. And not only does it involve Mosul, but also other sides uh, throughout the county. But um, I think Pablo's fairly confident that uh, Mosul are going to have a, another good competitive sort of season, don't you, rapper? Yeah, Dick, sounds like that way, mate. Don't it to, for Pablo, mate? I mean, hopefully Mosul can get the season off to a, a flyer, Dick. You know, a good start with a confident win in the FA Cup, mate, and going to the new league campaign, you know, a week later, um, you know, to in good spirits, mate. And good stuff for Pablo, Dick. You know, all things Mosul, mate, isn't it? You know, great management down there. A lot of class lads there in the changing room, Dick. You know, all and off the field, good, good boys, mate, and... You know, I just hope they have a fantastic season all round, mate. You know, excited times, isn't it, mate, at Trungle Park, Dick? So, you know, hope, hopefully they'll get the, the season off to a bit of a flyer, mate. You know, against opposition they know well, Dick, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, they, uh, of course, are home to Ilfracoom, as we heard there from Pablo. Um, and loads of Cornish interest in the FA Cup this Saturday. Um Let's, yeah. let's uh, have a look at the fixtures and, and they're all three o'clock kickoffs. So uh, we've got a few teams away, uh, such as Salt Ash United, they're away to Barnstable, Liscard travel up to Bridgewater and Torpoint. Um, well, they played Buckland again after beating them in the uh, midweek yeah. in the Western League 4-2. Ryan Richards scoring four goals. We've got to mention that rapper, oh. haven't we? Delighted for Roy Deeks. I mean, yeah, we mentioned Roy last week, mate, didn't we? What a what an asset it will be to have him from the start of the season, fit and and flying, mate. And he scored one on the opening day, Deeks, and and got four a Buckland the other night. I mean, bit of a collector's item that Deeks, isn't it? Four goals yeah. away to Buckland and a four-two win. So, yeah, five and two for Roy, mate. He's all the bees stinks, isn't it? <clears throat> all the you know, boards to pull, Bridgewater, Buckland. Yeah. All away. That's yeah. Right. So already I'm seeing that uh, <coughs> a, f- a few people are suggesting that Partway should perhaps uh, come in for Ryan Richards. So um, uh, let's hope that okay. doesn't happen. Yeah. Class player, Deeks, isn't he? Yeah. Class player. Right. Moving on, we've got Falmouth. Now we've got some home games. Falmouth home to Exmouth. Yeah. Helston take on Willand Rovers. And uh, as we mentioned, Mosul are entertaining Ilfracombe Town. Um, and then what have we got? Millbrook are away to Street. So Blazy mm. travel to Wendron United in an all Cornish mm. tie with, of course, Wendron United making history. Yeah, yeah. But delighted for him, Deeks, aren't you, mate? You know, Pete, well... I'll save it, mate, because you you got Peter on the show, mate. Me later in a minute. Is so. he? Well, well, shall we go to him now? Let's go to yeah, him now. Yeah, yeah. We Let's can't, we Peter, can't mate, keep yeah. the man waiting. He is no, no. That's right. So not not on a day like this, mate. Can you? No FA Cup <laughs> this week and Wendron, as I said, creating history. 
Well, we couldn't go without talking to Wendron United, their first appearance ever in the FA Cup, the most famous, the most historic competition in the world. And we've got Peter Thorne. Welcome to the podcast, Peter. Okay, welcome to you too, Dave. Would you ever have believed it, Wendron United in the FA Cup? Um, Probably not. But if anybody who's going to believe it, it's going to be me, I think. <laughs> I do have these kind of things. And, well, yeah, we can achieve that. We can achieve that. And we just seem to go from one step to another in our own way. Is there anything you have you haven't achieved at the club, Peter, that you've tr- set out to do? <laughs> well, let's wait and see. We've got a long season to go yet, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, well, talking about the season... Were you, well, you must have been disappointed that obviously the merger didn't happen last season, weren't you? I was very disappointed, to be honest. And I think a lot of the clubs were, and hopefully the people behind the scenes are going to sort it out in the next few months to just give us all an idea where clubs are going to go next year or or what we're going to have to go out to try to achieve. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people put money into it. A lot of people put you know, um, man hours into it and volunteers and stuff like that. And I think we should all know where we begin the season, what our aims are at the end. Yeah. Well, I suppose at the moment, it, it really, the aim is, Wendron United, you've got to win the league, haven't you, to go up? Well, yeah, we, we, we're like everybody, is the same at the present time. But uh, it's still time for them to do the merger. And I think it will be good for Cornish and Devon football if it did happen, because... We've got to understand the length of Cornwall, you know, uh, is massive to what other counties are up country. And um, you've got to go a long way to get to some of these grounds. Yeah. And it's all about, well, sustainability and all that sort of thing. Um, Wendron, you've got, how many Saturday teams have you got, Peter? We've got five again this year. How do you do it? I mean, there's clubs that are, well, there's clubs that are folding whilst you guys are, seem to be going, well, pretty much from strength to strength. I think we try to find young managers uh, that are new to it and enthusiastic and will try to come on board uh, with their philosophy. Uh, and they do. They're, they're, they're tremendous. I, I, you know, I can't fault anybody we've had over the last 35 years, to be honest. You know I mean, Everybody kind of like feeds into the club's ethics and, and ideas and stuff like that and, and say, come on, let's do it. And they have their own teams, kind of a lot of them do, I suppose. You know what I mean, they have, you know, we don't try to move players around, but there is the opportunity for a, a player to progress. You know, look, look at Reese Carroll. He was in our fourth team five years ago. He's in our first team, one of our star players. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? And uh, our youth policy as well. You know, it's another kind of policy that we we try to move forward all the time and and you know get one or two coming through. Now, what what's your official? Have you got an official title at the club or role at the club? I'm just chairman of the football at the moment. That's uh, my my role at the. And Sam Kerr is chairman of the cricket, and we work closely together. And Sam has played nearly. 500 games of football for Wendron as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you ever play? No, not really. I played the very first season, a few games, and then I broke my ankle and uh, and I went straight into managing the, the team, to be honest. Right. I managed the very first season, our, our second team. We put two teams in. 
We put two teams in straight away. We didn't go one team and then another team. We put two teams in, one in the Falmouth Elson Division 1 and the Division 2. How did you get on? We came bottom. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so there's, there's hope for everyone then. <laughs> well, we, we came bottom and then we got relegated. And then we had to kind of obviously withdraw our, our second team because our first team got relegated. So then we went into the Sunday League and then uh, we went over to the Mining League the year after and then we won the league and then we came back again. So you've pretty much seen seen all uh, sides of local football, haven't you, really? Oh, yeah. I think I think the Falmouth-Helston League and Mining League was wonderful. I, I, I really do. I, I think it was... It was the it was derbies every single week. You played people that you went to school with, you knew, you worked with. Now, unfortunately, we're, we're kind of like drifting away from each other. We we play a game. Not everybody comes into the club. Not everybody goes into other people's places. You know what I mean, we've got to support each other. Mm. Yeah, to me, that's one of the biggest disappointments. Now, on a Saturday afternoon, you, you see players leaving the ground at well five o'clock almost as soon as the game's finished I know they've got to get home on their Xbox and stuff like that I suppose <laughs> right well I don't, I don't know what the world is coming to but I think we, we ought to all try and we're, we're not we're not perfect here at Wendell I'll tell you we, we, sometimes we go places and we jump in the car when we come home I suppose but um, yeah, I think we should all try to win each other's clubhouses mm. yeah that's, that, that would be a good theme for the season wouldn't it for every club to yeah. do that um, yeah. So, as chairman of the football club, then do you know? Have you got your finger on the pulse? Do you know what every team is doing? What every manager is doing? I, I leave them have their own freedom, but but they, they 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 respect me and I respect them, and that they say, you know, this is what's happening this weekend, and you know, who's driving the bus, or you know, uh, little things and. We've got a young manager now taking on Elliot, Elliot Child and, and Tom Burley. And, you know, they're enthusiastic. They're up here Sunday putting the kit out for a friendly on Monday night. You know, they're, they're organised, you know what I mean? Mm. And where do the bulk of your players come from? Where do they live? What area? I think most of them are local, to be honest. I th- they've come through our youth policy. They come through, you know... Um, a very local kind of community. We may be a very rural area, but there is people out here, you know what I mean, in different areas of the, 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 the uh, parish. And uh, we, we, we do all right. And when, when players come, they usually they usually stay. You know what I mean? We've got probably, probably 25 players at the club now who's done nearly 200 games. Blimey. Over, yeah, some have done 600, you know, like yeah. Yeah, Andy Williams nearly up to 700. You know. Who's that, Andy who? Anthony Williams. He's, uh, Anthony he's, Williams. Close to, he's close to 700. Right. Who keeps account of all these games? Uh, I do. He <laughs> <laughs> must spend all week doing the stats. Nah, it's, it's not, no, I just do it end of the year, you know. End yeah. of the year, just, it's, it's good now. You can go off the full-time sheet and just, you know, yeah. put it on. So, so Saturday FA Cup, um, St Blasey at your place. Um, well, first of all, this weather we're having. How are the pitches standing up to it? They'll be fine. Don't you worry. It, 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 it is. You know, we was going to play tonight against Newquay, but we've called that off to be honest because 
it is it's been quite bad today and uh, unfortunately we've had to call that game off right uh, and i think of other games in in the area already called off you know what i mean it shows you crazy isn't it? Come here. well it is crazy we're in august and games been called off because of the rain um you were doing some groundwork along that the touchline nearest the clubhouse uh, at the end of last season how that how's that coming on all finished by saturday all finished by Saturday, right? Okay. <laughs> Just got a little bit of advertising boards to go up that uh, uh, we got to get up for this weekend, and then the podium and the uh, uh, the dugouts are all done and all that kind of stuff. So it's looking it's looking a bit different on that side of the field because obviously it always looked a bit plain, didn't it? Yeah. And uh, I think I think it's it's, it's integral. It's, it's brought it around, you know. And if this ground grading um, sort of process, if you were to go up at the end of this season, would you have to do much for the Western League requirements or not, do you think? I don't think so, because now that we've moved the dugouts out a little bit, we've got the path and go right around the club, right around the pitch. Ah, right, yeah. So instead of having to turn around and go back again, you can walk right around now. Yeah. Did you devise that scheme in the first place? Because it always, it always surprised me that you couldn't do that and walk all the yeah. way around. The reason was we only had, I don't know if you remember a long, long time back, about 15 years ago, our pictures were like 15 metres narrow. Oh, right. And we, we never, we never, and we, we made it wide, we bought some more land and then we built the, the, the stand and, and covered area. But that was the problem. We never had enough room to get the pitch in. But, and we was playing, let's, let's, no disrespect, we was playing junior level football where, you didn't get that bigger crowds or nothing like that, did you? No, that's true. I suppose it wouldn't matter that much, would it? So everything's ready. Well, everything's almost ready by the signs of it. Is the team ready? The team is definitely ready. Manager's done a great job pre-season. We've had some good pre-season friendlies. They've all, most of them been away. And uh, we've been to Ivy Bridge, Tavistock and uh, uh, Tynmouth. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it's... A long drive up in Devon, but uh, it, yeah, it, it's been it's been good. The boys all enjoyed it, and and there we've had played the feet air arm the other night and played them. We played last year as well, so we're ready to go. You know, just this Saturday is it's going to be an opener for everybody and uh, opportunity in their lives. They can another tick box in it. Isn't it? You know, they say they played in the FA Cup at a certain stage. Yeah, that's right. Not many not many uh, people can ever say that, I don't think. No. no. And a little bit of money if you win the game? Yeah, I believe so. And and the next round, I expect there is, is there? Hey, come on, you must know what the prize money is, don't you? <laughs> hey? <laughs> well, we'll see when the time comes. Let's get there first, eh? Right. And, yeah, are you dis- Well, I suppose you wouldn't have a, too much choice because it's regionalised, isn't it? But are you disappointed in St. Blasey or would you rather had a, a Western League side come down to your place? You know, obviously, if we are successful on Saturday, we we, we got uh, Mouths or else Ilfracum in the next round. So and that's at Wendron, so that'll be a, another tasty game. And you know, uh, you've got to start somewhere, haven't you? Uh, and I think it's lovely to have a home draw. That's the most important thing for us. You know what I mean for our yeah. our fans and our, our, our community and stuff like that can say that they've uh, been up the club and seen an FA Cup game. Really, and I think that is that is nice for us to have a home game. Yeah, and actually, just thinking, if you beat if you do beat uh, St. Blasey, 
two um, who obviously are in the Western League this season. Um, then to play, well, hopefully Mosul. Now that would be a real indication of where football's come on in, in Cornwall, wouldn't it? Because both Wendron and Mosul, you've you made massive steps over the last 20 years yeah. or so, haven't you? Yeah. I, I've known Derek for years down there, Derek Haywood down at Mosul, and he's done a fantastic job with all the other people behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And we got, you know, they, they have done amazing and Jake Ash is doing a great job with them there, isn't he? You know what I mean? And, you know, credit to the club. Uh, I always got a great time for uh, Mosul because when we unfortunately when Kevin died at Wendred, they was one of the first people that come up and contacted us and brought a wreath up and stuff like that. I've got right. great respect for Mosul. Right. And are you still managing the fifth team or not? No, that's Elliot and Tom are doing that now. Ah, right. My two young managers. And, uh, Is that because you sacked yourself or what? I probably did, yeah. <laughs> I probably, yeah. But, Someone had to do it, so I thought I'd do it myself before somebody else done it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, look, I have a great day on Saturday. Uh, I shall be there all being well to uh, oh, to you. see history being created. Yeah. Wendron United in the FA Cup. I know it's yeah. only the extra preliminary round, but it means a lot to everyone at the club, doesn't it? It certainly does. And and, and, and thank you for your support to, you know, on the podcast and everybody else. And, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's enjoy this weekend. You know what I mean? And uh, all the other clubs that are in the FA Cup in this round, you know, good luck to them. And uh, we'll see you in the next round, hopefully. Yeah, thanks to Peter Thorne there, chairman of uh, of um, Wendron United. Um, no longer a rapper, manager of the fifth team, either. No, he sacked himself, mate, didn't he? Pete, <laughs> Pete, <laughs> nah, great bloke, mate. Anything so? I mean, what he's achieved at Wendron is astonishing, mate. Isn't it really? Um, I saw him last week actually at Ben's friendly digs. Right. Um, we had a little, yeah, a little ten minute chat, and he's just a breath of fresh air, mate. And he, you know, I think a lot of people would like a, a model like Wendron's, mate, wouldn't they? Mm. You know, what they got going on there, mate. And, you know, special day on Saturday, like you said, mate, you know, I always used to love the buzz of a FA Cup match, Deeks. <clears throat> you know, I think my favourite ever football photo was behind the goal, celebrating with the F troop, you know, when I scored against Minehead <laughs> in the FA Cup. <laughs> you know, that goal was the slapping you know, I fives with the F troop. So, you know, it just gives you that little bit of, I know it's early rounds and all digs, but you're playing in the FA Cup, mate, aren't you? So, you know, <clears throat> I hope everyone, you know, at Wendron has a, has a terrific day on Saturday, digs. It is certainly, you know, a nice piece of history for them, mate, isn't it? Mm. And um, more than a chance of winning, really, as, as well, haven't they? Yeah. You, you'd say so, Deeks, wouldn't you? A good chance. Um, you know, Blazy goal up on Saturday, Diggs, weren't they? And, you know, sort of take back to, to be honest, Diggs, I mean, you know, it's frustrating, wasn't it, last Saturday, Diggs, you know, Salt Ash were winning, mate, weren't they? They were 2-1 up and yeah. Blazy were 1-0 up, Elston were 2-0 up and, you know, Falmouth were 0-0 and Mr. Penalty, you know, we could have, I think we went for four wins, Diggs, didn't we? And <laughs> yeah. ended up with one, didn't we? Yeah. But could have easily been four, like we said, but but now nah, going back to Wender and Diggs, yeah, I think they probably would would fancy themselves, mate, wouldn't they, against Blazy at home at the minute, mate? Yeah, don't see why not. Of course, Blazy, well, as you said, they they ended up drawing one all with Shepton Malik last Saturday in their first ever Western League game. And uh, 
after the game, it was a case, I think, of we could have, Siblasi could have finished that game with all three points. Um, before the game, they they would have been happy with a point, but afterwards they were disappointed because they did enough to win it. I think I've also watched them Tuesday night against Falmouth, and I'm going to be watching yeah. them again on Saturday down at Wendron. That's just <laughs> the way the fixtures are gone and uh, other commitments yeah. I've got. But, but. I think they're going to struggle to score goals, to be honest. And the same, I, I would say the same for Falmouth on um, on Tuesday against St. Blasey. That one finishing 1-0 to Falmouth. But they they had more of the game. Falmouth couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And uh, I think it could be a problem for St. Blasey unless they, uh, unless they do something about it. Of course, they're now going to be without Luke Cloak, the top scorer for... Yeah. Uh, for uh, well, I, I assume it's three three games. I'm not sure about that, but um, mm-hmm. certainly certainly you'll be out on Saturday for the FA Cup game. So um, I'm not sure. Well, I suppose Lloydie will be the well Lloydie and CJ Pritchard, won't it? It'll be the front runners, yeah. I guess, for that one. But um, yeah, goals could be a problem. I think for St Blasey at the moment. No, you could be right, Dick. So. It seems that like a couple of clubs have got all the strikers and all the other clubs ain't got any ideas, did not it? Like to a point, they've got like Ryan and you know James Lorenz and you know James Rowe and all that, mate. And and obviously Kuzi at Alston, mate. You know he, he's he's got three great strikers there, mate, and he yeah um, yeah and you know Mo's obviously got some firepower, and you know a few of the sides ain't got too much mate have they really <laughs> no so. that's right and um, a poor old DJ last night at Liscard against the Dennis he yeah. was he was gagging to get a goal but um, he, he was exactly. shooting, shooting from all over the place come the last 20 minutes but uh, um, yeah. he, he couldn't obviously couldn't beat Max Gilbert's hat trick that's alright isn't it three um, goals the first he, game of the season I know Max is flying Dix and he did you, you see his goal against Huddersfield, mate, in yeah. pre-season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what a strike, mate. I'd, you know, probably do well to see it, you know, a better goal than that, you know, all season really, mate. But, <clears throat> but um, no, nah, yeah, I couldn't, from a striker's point of view, Diggs, you know, where you got like a, a 5-2 win and, and you don't get one, mate. You, you, you know, you're glad you won, but you're fuming, aren't you? <laughs> DJ. DJ <Yeah. laughs> He wouldn't have been happy, right? Would he, DJ? No, no that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so uh, our Cornish clubs in this in the FA Cup. Um, how many are we going to get through to the next round? Yeah. You reckon? Crikey, Deeks! I, I had a, I had a look at it just now, Deeks. I, I knew he was going to ask me this question, mate. And <laughs> you know, eight, eight ties, mate. In there, nine teams we got, and I reckon definitely two. Hopefully four or five digs, but I, I I think we might struggle. Do you? Definitely two. So presumably one of those yeah. mouse or yeah, and the other ones went and blazed anyway. Oh digs, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was, I was so, yeah struggling to see but a second. I, but yeah, of course. Yeah, so. I know. I, I think the rest of the guys got hard games, digs, have they? All of them. God games, aren't they? Yeah, really. that's, that's right. I, I suppose really? the only thing, um, looking on the positive side of things, uh, the likes of Exmouth, Willand, they won't have played a, a, a real competitive match no. yet, will they? So, you know, Falmouth and Helston, could they catch them, you know, a bit cold? I don't yeah. know. But uh, I'm clutching yeah. at straws here a little bit, but... Um, 
Yeah, both capable dicks, aren't they? Like, and I, I just think like Buckland as well, mate. They'll be champing at the bit to get a bit of revenge, won't they? On oh, yeah, point. yeah. yeah. That, that's that's not what you want, is it? it you know, you beat nah. you beat someone four two midweek, and then you have to go yeah. back there and do it all over again. So yeah, they're going to be fuming, mate, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Bridge. Bridgewater takes for Liscott, you know, hell of a tall order, isn't it, up there, mate? You know, one of the best side in the Western League. And Salt Ash at Borstable Dicks, they're just all hard gapes, mate, aren't they? Really hard. I just hope, you know, like you said, Dicks, you know, one of them, Falmouth, Alston, at least they're at home. So hopefully one of them could pull off a bit of a. A, a shock against a sort of higher league opposition thing. Really. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what would be a shock, and that would be Millbrook um, winning at Street, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah that would be some result, mate, wouldn't it, out there? Because Street, are, you know, they're, they're pretty good at home digs, aren't they? So, yeah, well, that would yeah. be... They, they, they've yeah. drawn, strangely enough, they've drawn both of their opening games in the league this this season, two all. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, home at Ilfracombe last Saturday, and then midweek they drew two all away to Barnstable. So um, that was a good result. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Milbrook, obviously, uh, as we all suspected, um, went down yeah. to a defeat yeah. last Saturday. Uh, played a good side, obviously Bridgewater, yeah. um, but eight one is it's not the way to start a season, is it? Uh, some thumping, and it takes that home really. Lovely. You know, like you said, it couldn't couldn't be a worse fixture for them, could it? For your opening game to play, you know, one of the sort of favourites for the Western League, mate. But but you know, I suppose there's a free hit, Deeks, isn't it? A cup game, nothing to lose, mate. Have they? You know, everyone's expected them to probably get another bit of a, you know, turn it over, mate. So. You know, anything Milbrook could do would be a bonus, I think, Diggs, would it? Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, as you say, cut football, you never know. So Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, exactly, mate. exactly. <laughs> and, of course, um, with the FA Cup, um, it's replays if any games are drawn. So, no midweek matches for the Western League sides uh, coming up. So, that will be quite handy for them to... Perhaps have a little rest and get back onto the training pitch yeah. and um, iron out some little things. So, uh, um, yeah, true. Dude. The fair schedule, Western League is a is a pretty packed schedule, mate. Isn't it so yeah. midweek wise and all. So it'd be good good for them to to have a week off, would it? Yeah, this early. Yeah. So uh, as we said, uh, FA Cup. We obviously. Wish all our sides the best of luck. Uh, as you pointed yeah. out, quite right. We will get one team into the next round, so that's <laughs> that's good news. That's great news. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football, and you've got it. Let's go to the South West Peninsula League, um, um, and it's. Uh, well, who is it? Um, Secretary, what's his name again? Um, it's the main man, Dix, isn't it? <laughs> the main man, <laughs> Phil Hiscox. We're off and running, Phil. Yep, first game done. Um, it was a nice autumnal game, wasn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> it's great to have this this uh, midweek football in October. I mean, sorry, August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think it's more like January or February, to be honest. But uh, Well, something like that, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it... Um, well, the... Pitch survived. I don't think um, there were too many uh, um, areas on the pitch that were cut up at all. So uh, Liscard will be happy, even the, even though they gave us a little bit of uh, excitement, didn't they, by going behind? 
Yes, they did. I mean, having taken a lead early, and uh, you thought, well, perhaps you know, the floodgates would open. But um, yeah, St. Dennis uh, won very good goal, and and won our, our prolific friend, Mr. Own Goals, got off the market for the season, yes. uh, which is always good. Yes, <laughs> our first own goal of the season, our first uh, yellow card, our first hat trick of the season. You've got them yeah, all yeah. all written down, I suspect. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need a, a clean sheet and a red card, and I'm sure they'll come on Saturday somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right, we don't want red cards, though. No, no, but somebody will be first. Oh, right. <laughs> Was there a red card on the first Saturday of last season? I wonder. Probably. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't have to be on Saturday. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, sooner or later, somebody will get a red card. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes. We will have our first red card, that's for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yes, so Liscard 5, St. Dennis 2. Uh, I don't know what the attendance was. 157, which considering the weather, uh, I think was, you know, acceptable. <laughs> Again, we have to say that if that was a Saturday fixture, they wouldn't have had quite that many, would they? So so they, they, it was an advantage by bringing it forward and playing it midweek. Yeah. Liscard, not one of the better attendance um, clubs, really, is it? No, uh, considering no, they, they do so well. No. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're always sort of around the league average, whereas... Or performance-wise, they're one of the better teams, yeah. but their attendance is, is more just sort of bang average, really. Yeah. Okay, so you can put your feet up now, can't you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is the 48 hours you're speaking to me where the vast majority of the club managers will suddenly tell their secretary that ah, they've got tell you that they wanted to register or transfer such and such a player <laughs> they needed for Saturday. <laughs> uh, late, last minute sort of player. Oh, every year, every year. <laughs> right. Okay. So... The uh, whole game for player registrations, you know, perhaps during the course of the season it would be sort of, you know, two or three times a day. Uh, now, literally every hour. Uh, really? And in between those hours, the email will pop up. Fairlife submitted... Joe Bloggs, we need him for Saturday. Can you make sure he's okay? Oh, is that right? I didn't realise he was so uh, close to the wire like that. But uh... well, I mean, officially, they, 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 to play in, in league games, they've got until four hours before kickoff. So, you know, I can be still dealing with the whole game until 11 o'clock for Saturday morning. <laughs> right. So you're not going to be going very far on Saturday then? <laughs> no, I'd go far enough. Far enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, what have we got coming up on Saturday that's going to interest us all? What are there? Well, any, the what, Cup, what have you done with the, oh yes, of course, FA Cup, and there's two. Um, am I right in saying there's two? Two of Cornish interest, but three in total. Right. Who's who's yeah. the Devon side then? Oakhampton, who of course were runners up in the East, they got into the FA Cup as well. And funny enough, like uh, Wendron versus St Blasey, Oakhampton have got Brixham. So it's the, the top two in the leagues from last season. I, I don't know whether they bothered just looking at the league table to come up those fixtures <laughs> rather than actually drawing them out, but <laughs> that's, that's what they came up with. Ah, right. So, so uh, interestingly, um, Brixham, uh, you, know, you have this sort of perceived advantage that because the West Nick start the week before uh, their players have got 90 minutes or, or, or two games if they played midweek in their legs before the FA Cup. Uh, Brixham manager was bemoaning that uh, on Saturday they had two players sent off and they'll be suspended for this Saturday. Oh, oh right. So it doesn't always <laughs> so work it, it out right. It doesn't always work that way. No, so. that's true. So yeah. suspensions from last Saturday start this Seven coming Seven days Saturday. later. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, well. well that means St. Blasey... I, I guess, yeah, St. Blasey would be the same at Wendrum, wouldn't they? Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, they, they yeah. travelled to Wendrum without Luke Cloak, obviously, so... Uh... Yeah, yeah. So, the, you know, the, the, there is a sort of double-edged sword to getting a league game in before the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, well. It, uh, yeah, for some, it'll work right. Uh, for others, it won't be the case. So, that, that's life, I suppose. Um, so, uh, yeah, FA Cup prize money. What, um, what do we get for winning on Saturday? It's much more generous than the FA Vars always has been. Um, uh, you know, if you, it's obviously harder in the FA Cup to do several rounds like you might be able to do in the Vars. Um, but even, but if you can manage it, it's one thousand one hundred twenty-five pounds on Saturday. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, even even the, the the losers of the game get three seven five, which is more than you would get for winning the Vars games at the end of the month. Right. And is there anything with the travelling? Um, do you have to share? Uh, you share the gate receipts. So, again, um, Oakhampton, Brixham, Wendron, Blaze, the good thing there is there isn't a huge travel for either away team to take off the gate receipts. So, you, you would hope the gate receipts, obviously, you've got no floodlight charge because they're Saturday afternoons. If the gate receipts cover the, re- the match officials, uh, if there's any profit, it was literally 50-50 either for both clubs. Mm. Uh, and this start, although they've got a bit more of a travel claim to Bridgewater, Bridgewater are one of the better supporting clubs. So I would imagine you know, that, that they'll get a share of the profit rather than a share of the loss. Good. Right. Yes, That's that- always a danger in the Vars, is, is you can end up travelling an awful long way to a club that isn't very well supported. Uh, and the loss can be quite substantial. I mean, last season, Bobby Tracy went to Hartbury University in the Vars, yeah. which was Gloucester Way, and it's was a damn old long journey, uh, and the attendance was about 50. <laughs> <laughs> Did, yeah, didn't cover the, the match officials, let alone their travel. Yeah. Let alone their... Um, I, I think yeah, the three games on Saturday would, would be acceptable. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll at the very least break even, if not make it back a few quid. Yeah, who was the most successful side last season from the Peninsula in the FA Cup? Was there anyone who stood out or not? Uh, well, yes, because Brixham, of course, were Peninsula last season, knocked out Tavistock in this round. Ah, right. Yeah, that's and then, good. funny enough, lost that lost that Bridgewater in the next round. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, yeah, let's go away to Bridgewater. Bricks. Uh, oh, Captain, home to Brixham, and Wandering home to St. Blasey. Now, remember, well, those are all ninety minutes. No right. extra time. No penalties. Replay midweek. No extra time. No penalties, but a replay. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is next midweek. So if if Liscard do draw or Oakhampton draw, I will have to do a little change of the fixtures. Uh, if Wendron draw, it doesn't affect me because Wendron haven't got a midweek game anyway. Right. Can you see any of those three? Ending a draw or even a victory well, for Peninsula? I would say in 90 minutes, it's always possible, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I would even doubt it. Uh, there'll, be a, there'll be the odd replay somewhere, won't they? Just, uh, yeah. I'm going yeah. to go for possibly one victory out of those three. Right. Okay. Mm. So there we go. Right. Um, the league starts as well. Um, now, have you put any juicy fixtures together or not? Um, I suppose one interesting one, possibly in, in the in the West Division, Bodmin Bude. Lots of talk about Bodmin, Dane having recruited, Bude, rumoured to have lost the odd one. So last season that would have been you would imagine would have been a, a Bude win. This season don't know. That's an interesting one. Of two teams that have had a little bit of 
change in the summer. Mm. Uh, I suppose the other interesting one is Holsworthy are back playing in Cornwall. Yes. Uh, and they're not particularly travelling very far into Cornwall, but they're off. Uh, they're at Dobbles on Saturday. Right. And again, that's an FA decision, isn't it? Rather than yes. you... you yes, yeah, yeah. Of... the same as... Um, yeah, yeah they, they have these lateral moves during the season uh, or during each summer, yeah. Right. Yes, we, we've got Dane Bunny on a little bit later, so we'll hear his, uh, how his, his, yeah. his uh, quiet summer has been. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously there's midweek games coming up as well. Are there many midweek games you've put in or not? Um, it's quite a bit. What I've done, because to run in with 17 teams this season, is I've put, spread the midweek games over the same time period, which is basically from now in August through to about the end of October when the clocks change. But there's potentially some week, midweek, the odd nests games, um, so that they're spread out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there should be, um, not so much in the first week, because I put a few in in the first week, people are keen. Uh, but there should be instances now where on a Tuesday or Wednesday, there's sort of one game in Devon, one game in Cornwall, so which might help the clubs with the attendances because you know if you had a division of twenty or twenty-two, there might be another alternative attraction just down the road. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is a fair because it's the first midweek. There's quite a few games in uh, the West Division. There are four games on Wednesday night at Bude, sorry Tuesday night. At Bude, Launceston, Penzance and Wadebridge. And two on the Wednesday night at Bodmin and Sticker. Right. So plenty of football for um, uh, people to go along and watch, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to know about the Peninsula you League? I'm off, you haven't asked me where I'm off, No, I've got that to come yet. But before, oh, that, okay. before that, we want to hear how you got on last weekend with the old ground hop. Oh, yeah, it was um, it was interesting. <laughs> Very tiring. Four games in a day is too many. Yeah, oh, it is hard work. You, know, <laughs> you get into a game, you get the sort of work out where you are and where you're going to sit, and, and you know uh, what you're going to eat and that sort of thing. Uh, and then that game would finish, and you've got you've got, watch, you've got an hour to get out of the car park at that game, travel seven, eight, nine, ten miles to the, the, wherever the next game is, find somewhere to park there on the coach, get into that ground. Um, every time I go, looked at a, a queue for a tea, it was like a mile long, and I managed to not not have a single burger on the Saturday. Oh, <laughs> looking at the queues, thinking, oh. <laughs> um, that said, I did have both mornings a nice cooked breakfast at the at Nottingham University, so I did have a, a good start. So you started the day off well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dole-wise, Rappo it was a bit odd, really. That the Friday night game was one five, so that was a good start. Uh, the Sunday games were three 0 and four three. That's perfectly acceptable. Ten goals in two games. Yeah. But the Saturday was a real goal drought. <laughs> uh, game at Radford in the morning was nil nil. So quite a few hoppers most upset by that. They they don't like that. (laughs) They've got to go back there Uh, again. (laughs) The second game at Gedling Miners Welfare was heading for a nil-nil until a very, very late um, uh, sort of defensive blunder allowed the away team to to tuck the ball in his empty net because the goalkeeper, (laughs) a bit like the Italian goal this week in the World Cup. Oh, dear. Um, Hucknell at tea time was was only 1-1 and the evening game was 2-0 or 0-2. So the Saturday, four games for five goals. Oh no, <laughs> that's dreadful. Overall, yeah. <laughs> twenty-one goals in over the weekend. Right. So. Okay. And 
What was the best attendance? Uh, Hucknall, who, to be fair, have been Northern Premier before. In fact, they played in the FA Trophy final at Villa Park I saw many years ago. Mm. Uh, got a nice new ground. You, you can see there uh, possibly a, a bigger club playing in uh, step five, you know, w- w- one that would, wouldn't be out of place in, in well, in our case, would be the Southern League. In their case, it would be the Northern League. Yeah. And they had 680. All oh, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the attendance over the seven games was 3,300. So, yeah, if we had the same at Easter, we'd be more than happy. Yeah. What was that? 3,300, did you say? Yeah, over the seven. Yeah, right. The, the old line went a bit funny when you said it. Right. Okay. So, so and, and lessons learnt and ideas picked up, presumably? Yeah. Yeah, one or two. Um, they still do this program pack where they're, which I'm not so sure I like that, to be honest. You, you turn up and you cut your ticket to show the gateman at each of the grounds, and you also get all your programs in one little pack. Oh, right. Um, but you haven't got the uh, sort of incentive to, to go in and get a program at the next at each game because you've got them already. Right. <laughs> but I suppose. Uh, but I I was going to say, I suppose that way the clubs um, sort of share out the the income, do they, or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would still share out the income, but we would, from an organiser's point of view, somebody had to go and collect those programmes from the clubs several days before. Certainly, you know, if they were handing them out on the Friday, some of the games were Sunday, so... Yeah, true. Several days before uh, to make these packs. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did like the the United Counties League, who were the, the hot hosters. Yeah, you know, we, we've all had sort of dabbled when we with um, putting up team sheets, and some of them do printed ones, and some do these nice boards where people write them in. Mm. Uh, but they provide an A3 poster, a league poster for the clubs to basically fill in the blanks of who's playing, and either drawing pin or blue tack it up for people to see. Oh right, like, yeah. And that, that's that's good, isn't it? That you can go to these, uh, you know, um, weekends and sort of pick up sort of ideas or thoughts. And it's... It wouldn't be hugely expensive for the league to have, have, you know, designed an A3 poster and print them off. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't stop a club that, that wants to do it the way they do it now. But, you know, for those that clubs that don't do anything, that would be a, a big improvement. Yeah. Actually, that's the thought. Are there many clubs in the peninsula that... that have the boards outside that they write up? Or? Yeah, there are a few. I mean, it's interesting. Nikki, St. Orstall and Wendron certainly have nice, well-designed ones, but I don't always seem to find somebody to volunteer to fill it in. <laughs> yeah. So, again, having the board and having it done each day is, is a different thing. Yeah. Credison are one that always do it. So they, they've got a board and it, it gets hung up by the tee-up. Um they, they probably feel under pressure because as soon as they start writing on the board, a, a huddle of uh, people stand behind them waiting to, you know, to see all the names yeah, come up. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, there was one at Liscard last night, which proved very handy. So it is... Oh, yeah, Liscard's another club I forgot. Yeah, yes, they, they're the one that Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's very handy, isn't it? Because we all do like to know, you know, who these players are. We don't know all of them. So it's, I, yeah. I think it's a, a good idea and it's something that um, hopefully clubs throughout will mm-hmm. will catch on to. But um, so we're left with the with the final question of today, Phil. If I had a drum, I would roll it. Um, where are you going this Saturday? 
Uh, well, I've got the, coming up. I've got three games before we chat again, and a little novelty is one in each in all three different counties. For the ah, games. right, sharing it out. Yeah, yeah I like it. That. So Saturday, I'm off into Somerset for Bishop's Lydiard versus Dartmouth. Uh, Bishop's Lydiard is the only absolute brand new club in in the you know Stoke and Truro have played in the league before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought it was uh, the polite thing to do to go and. Uh, meet the people at Bishop's Lydiard. Obviously, I've, I've met some of them at AGMs and things, but uh, to go there on a match day. Uh, so that's sort of um, just outside Taunton. You don't actually go into Taunton to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got Dartmouth as the away team. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Tuesday night, I've uh, got a lift to sneak into Cornwall just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how whether you Cornish consider Bude. Is Bude Cornish or Devon, you see? I, it, it, to my come mind, on, it is Cornish. Come on, it's Cornish. Of course it's Cornish. Right, there you are. So I get a, a lift with a referees observer who's watching the Bude versus Callington game. So it's Bude Callington on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday, a little bit of a, a, something I, I wanted to tick off. Oh, Campton Argyle, remember, they put up their floodlights uh, just before the March the 31st deadline and then had no home games to use them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they are playing Torridge side on Wednesday, which will be the first league game under the new lights. Right. Well, let's hope, let's hope they work. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that uh, that's going to keep you busy for a few days. Um, and let's... Uh, uh, Let's hope you have some goals and enjoy your games. I'm sure we will. And, and for anybody you know, starting the season on Saturday, you know, good luck to all, all the clubs. Um, you know, I hope it's an enjoyable season. And I hope at some point we can manage to watch football that isn't in the rain. As a fixture secretary, it is worrying when you see the pitches as they are in August. This time last year, I can remember issuing instructions to clubs uh, and referees to allow extended water breaks because <laughs> it was so hot and so parched. Um, you know, the only water I'm worried about now is whether is water logging, not yes. water breaks. <laughs> yeah, I suppose when you see some friendlies being called off, uh, the, the concern yeah. must be there, mustn't it? So, well, the worry is if the water table and the pitches are that green and soft now in August. Mm. You know, they're they're a lot closer to being waterlogged than this time last year when when they were you know, crying out for rain because they were, were were sort of frazzled. Oh, come on, let's 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 end on a cheerier note than that. And, okay. and what was your burger like at Liscard last night? Because I saw very you had nice. one. I did. Very nice. Very nice burger. The top burger in the league so far this season. Even... <laughs> right. Okay. Come on, the Blues. <laughs> Thank you very much, Phil, and we'll talk next week. Well done. Cheers. Yep, Phil there. After the uh, first game of the season has been played, obviously uh, up there at Lux Park, Liscard against St. Dennis midweek. And then it's, uh, well, I think pretty much nearly everyone in action this coming Saturday. Not quite everyone, but first of all, Rappo, prize money for the FA Cup. Yeah, I know, Dicks. Yeah, I was shocked at that, Dicks. You know, for like an extra preliminary round sort of thing, Dicks, isn't it, really? You know, your first sort of stage, 1,125, was it, mate? Yeah, that's right. said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you lose, mate, you got 375 quid. (laughs) So it's it's not such a kick in the teeth, mate, is it? No, that's right. No, it's a a good amount of money to win. So a good incentive for... For everyone, um, but yeah, um, yeah, the 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 game uh, the league started obviously with that win for Liscard up there um, against Dennis five two. 
Um, yeah. I think, well, going going by a certain uh, forum with which has predictions uh, in it every week for the Peninsula in the Western League, I think we're all a bit surprised that St Dennis scored twice. Yeah, I don't know what you had it, Deeks. I think I had it as a 6-1, mate. To be I, honest, I, but I went you know, for 4-0. I was 4 0, yeah. Quite conservative, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I you know, I Liscord got plenty of goals in the beta, they like up front and midfield, so thought they might rattle a few in and you know, but but now well done to St. Dennis, mate, winning well, winning at half time thinks, what they? I try, I did try and follow your tweets, mate, last night. Um was it was it two one to so Dennis, uh, yeah, yeah. Was it two? Yeah, no, it was two. Wasn't it? It's such a long time ago yeah. now. I can't remember. So yeah, so it's obviously a game that's going to stay in your memory. Thinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it, it, yeah, it was. It was a game where I was thinking, is that dark cloud going to, you know, bring across yeah, uh, even imagine. more rain? But um, it, yeah, it wasn't the, the the weather wasn't too bad the first half and the second half it did um, come into rain, but not as bad as the night before down at Falmouth. So that was one blessing. Oh, but but yeah, it. Um, I I was well. I, I was in a way. I mean, obviously, I wanted Liscard to win, but I was quite pleased that St Dennis actually gave a. A bit of a fight. They, they it was backs to the wall second half, and and yeah, you're you're right. It was two one at half time because as soon as Liscard got that second goal, I think that was curtains yeah. curtains for St Dennis getting anything out of the match. To be honest, and then they they scored. Yeah. Did they score three goals fairly quick together? So um, it sort of wrapped it up for Liscard. Max Gilbert got a hat trick as we've mentioned. Um, they looked. Pretty sound all round, to be honest. But St. Dennis, you know, they, they gave them a fight anyway. So, so I would imagine. Um, well, I spoke to Jack Barbary, the St. Dennis manager, after the game, and uh, I think he was quietly content with what went on. He's got a few players that were that'll be coming in for the next match um, that were missing on on Wednesday. So I, I I think he was relatively okay with it, but. They got yeah. um, they got a bit of a tricky start to the season, um, St. Dennis. So uh, they scored away could be much or the start takes could it? No, no, they scored away. Then, um, but they don't not actually play now for a little while, which is probably as well because the the next game is St. Austin away, and then oh, and then it's St. Dennis against Bude. So uh, that's um, tough, isn't it? Yeah. Look at that. So they'll they'll get an idea of what their season's likely to be all about um, with those two games. But we speak to Neil Price, the Lancer manager, and Dane Bunny, the uh, the Bobman manager, on the podcast this week. When it comes to Southwest Peninsula yeah. League, I thought they were both interesting interviews. If I say it myself, yeah, they were very good. Things. Yeah, great start, mate. Well done, mate. Yeah, two cracking. Uh... Interviews, mate. You know both guys as well. Deeks, they they know their football, don't they? You know Neil and Dane. They've been there, and they and and done it a bit, mate. And they management wise, and obviously, well, Neil's played an FA Cup final, mate. And he, <laughs> you can't do much more than that in football, can you? But but um, but yeah, no, both yeah, both great interviews. Deeks, really interesting stuff, mate. Good questions from you as well, Deeks. I must say, mate. Well done. Well, I'm well not, done, mate. not so sure about that. But but what do you make of it when we're talking about breathalysers? I know. 
I know, flipping it, mate. That, I thought that was like, stretching it a bit far, mate. You know, I thought Neil was going to turn up, turn up for football, mate, and get raffleized, like you, you know. <laughs> You don't quite expect that, but uh, I'd have been in the ship, mate, about half a dozen times in my career. <laughs> right. Well, let, let's. Trevor said about four on the side, mate. Yeah, I always remember uh, it was a season I was playing with Truro and we were having a terrible season. I don't think we'd actually won up until Christmas. And um, uh, we were playing Plymouth Command on New Year's Day. Oh, I think yeah, it yeah. was. I think it was New Year's Day. And so obviously. None of us, you know, stayed dry the, the night before because we weren't, you know, we just weren't good enough anyway. So uh, c- come in New Year's Day, the change room was absolutely stinking of booze or whatever because everyone had had a fair bit the night before. And we went and won. We went and won, though. So <laughs> I think it's our first... Have done it every yeah, after that, it's our first league win of the season, I think. So, uh, so brilliant. <laughs> but there's brilliant. none of that None of that at Penny Gillum this season. They're going to be... Uh, any any suspicions of uh, you know the night yeah. before, and they're, they're going to be breathing into the old breathalyzer by sounds of it. But uh, <laughs> let's it, let's hear what Neil's got to say, and um, it's welcome back, Neil Price, manager Lanson, to the podcast. What did you learn from last season? Then, my goodness, <laughs> um, yeah, learned learn a lot about um, a very different Cornish football system um, it's something that I've not actually come across before it was, it's quite different to what I've been involved in um, it's it's sort of like its own entity really Dave and I found it at first I found it quite challenging to sort of get up to speed of where people's mindsets were and what the mindset of, of, of everybody and the clubs were but I think I had we had no choice as I'm, I'm, you know we've had a We've had a discussion about this before, but we had no choice. You know, the club is the main thing. The sustainability um, and pushing the club on as an entity is the main drive for us. Um, so, you know, we didn't have money or major money. I mean, we just pay a few expenses. We didn't have major money or anything like that to go and get the so-called named players or any players like that. So we had to go and find our own. Um, and, and only having two players, which which one was 35 when we started, um, <laughs> It, it, you know, and I was brand new to the whole system. It was always going to be a massive challenge. And there was a couple of times there, I tell you, you know, where we lost 7-1 to Dogwalls in the second or third game, third game. I drove home from there thinking, I don't know if I can do this mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's difficult. So we got to the point where um, it was a situation where I had to think about where we were going to go with it. So I had to go and contacts i had to go and speak to people um i had to go do what i had to do to try and get the young players the next lot of young players off off the rank you know the next cab off the rank and and it, that takes takes a while i mean we're still trying to do it we're still trying to build um, but we found a few you know we, we had to kiss a few frogs at the end <laughs> because you know i didn't really know i was i mean you know, at times I was having three or four players turning up on a match day that I, I'd, I'd spoken to, but I was only going on recommendations that they may be better than what we've got. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so that was difficult. And, and to be fair, you know, we were, we were okay. We were okay, um, which is good. Um, but ultimately, it was a long, hard season for us, you know. Um, 
we got much better. I mean, at the end, I think we, we lost one in seven or eight or nine or whatever that might have mm. been at the end. And then we lost to Blazy, starting to turn the corner. Um, before that, um, started to turn the corner around about Christmas time, um, which I was hoping we would do. And then, which I never thought I'd, I'd say to myself, Andalisa, I wish the, we had six more games at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was certainly two halves to the season, wasn't it? I mean, I, I'm just looking at your results. And yeah, you had a terrible start. Let's be honest. You didn't win until uh, October, thir- 12, 13 games into the season. So you must have been pulling your hair out. Well, if I had any, yeah. I would have. <laughs> look, you know, I knew we knew it was going to be like that. You know, we've set that out. This philosophy is 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 a joint venture. It's between us, my management staff, and, and also the football club, Bear and the boys. You know, they 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 they've been there. You know, they've been there. It's a bit like it's a bit like other clubs. You know, who have, have gone. You know, having really financial difficulties. You know, Millbrook's the latest one, from what I can hear. Mm. Um, and I think they had difficulties a few years back, not so long ago. So what we wanted to do, it, we've charged ourselves with, with okay, pushing it on the field, but obviously just trying to improve all the time, and also off the field. You know, we've got a new, a new, new roof on our stand. Um, we've got one of the best pitches I think around. You know, we've spent a lot of money on that. We've got Sky TV in, in the clubhouse, and we're trying to push that on. We've got all new solar panels, um, which then cuts our energy bill by about eighty percent. Um, we've got new nets. We've got, you know, uh, we've got GPS vests on on order. We've got a VO on order. Um, I've even got a breathalyzer for this year. Breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the good thing about it is that my, most of my lads can't even drink anyway. So <laughs> that really makes no issue. What what I'm trying to do with that, all of that, is I'm trying to bring a little bit more professionalism to our club and to my young players. So. What I'm trying to say to them is, look, we're going to look how far you run. We're going to look what your heat maps are. We're going to, you know, they're not professional footballers, but it gives that flavour of of a little bit more depth to what they're doing. Um, the breathalysers, and I've said to them, look, my lads are quite good, and most of them are young anyway. But if I, if somebody turns up not, not looking terrible, and, and clearly you've been out till three in the morning, I'm going to breathalyse you. And if if you don't actually if you don't actually, if you fail that breathalyzer, you are not playing. You will be sent home. Mm. So that's not because I'm a, I'm a tyrant. It's because, you know what, what message I'm trying to send them is I want you to take a bit more care of your football. So Friday night, yeah, of course, go and have a, a drink, a, a meal with your missus, have a couple of glasses of wine at home. I'm not, I'm not a killjoy. All I'm saying is don't use that night, if you've got a game the next day, to go out till three o'clock in the morning and... And, and get in at five, you know, because football matters. And if you're going to take this seriously, that's where we're going. That's the that's what we're trying to achieve at the club going forward long term. If you want part of that and you think you can do that, then happy days. If you can't, then, you know, then we'll go and find other people that will want to do a little bit more for us. I mean, we've continued to train. We haven't missed a week training since the season finished. In essence, it, it's trying to get the professional touch to it, isn't it, really? It's a mindset. Yeah. I don't think that these lads, you know, if, you, if, you've, if you've worked and you're a painter and decorator or you're a builder, that's tough, you know. It, and, and I'm not saying that you can live like a pro because you can't, can you? <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, you're on the site and you're starving and you just pick a pasty up from somewhere or, yeah. you know, load of chips, then that's fine because we're all, it's, it's very much, 
you know, less than part-time football, really, isn't it? But but what I would say is, but look, I'm just just trying to give you some little structures here that will might make you think about what you're doing, which will impact on your football, which will make you fitter, will make you more tuned in, and we that by just doing them things, that might make you a 15, 20% better footballer. And that, if you want to be that person and you want to achieve and you want to be the best version of you yourself and play at high levels, which is our, all of our goals, then that may help you along the way. And it's, it's, just, a, it's, it's just another little, little structure, a little framework to, to get into their heads with and say, look, this is, what, this is a standard and we're expecting you to stick by it. Interesting stuff. Your season starts on Saturday. So have you brought, brought in many or any new yeah, players? We have. Yeah, no, we have. I mean, and again, we sort of, we're not one of them for going, you know, all the incoming on Twitter and, you know, we've got this person, we've got that person. I, I don't think it's anybody's, um, anybody's business but ours, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, and we, we the, the best thing, I mean, I think player recruitment is about retaining the ones you want to retain, mm-hmm. um, first and foremost. And then it's because after that, it's about getting the, uh, identifying who you want. Um, uh, and look, you know, there, there are, there are constraints. You know, we can't go and get players that are on lots of money. So there's a constraint. But no, we have. We've, I mean, Jimmy Hampson's left and gone to Bodmin. Um, I think that was, from our point of view and his point of view, it's probably the best thing, to be fair. I, I don't think Jimmy fitted what we wanted to do. And I think he was getting frustrated in what we were asking him to do, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Jimmy's very much off the cuff. Really good player, Jimmy. But he is... Uh, a luxury player and off the cuff and on his day absolutely devastating but I probably wanted him to do a little bit more hard work than that um, and, and we you know we we, we, we parted brilliantly um, Alfie Cole another one um, he's gone to uh, he's, he's gone to, I think he's at Mount Gould I think he's gone to Mount Gould from what I can see uh, great lad Alfie absolutely brilliant but just didn't probably you know I, I think we needed a little bit more than than that this year so them two, the main ones that sort of left. I got rid of a few sort of squad players as well that that we weren't, you know, we felt we had to upgrade, if you know what I mean. So to get a little bit of a depth of squad, I mean, Paul Waring's left, uh, James Richardson left, um, which were sort of backup players, which, you know, we got them last season and perhaps we're looking to push on from that this season. So incomings have been obviously Andy Watkins, absolutely. I mean, we've been working on that for so long. Absolutely great signing for us. I mean, to be fair to him, he's he's on honeymoon till the twelfth anyway, so <laughs> he he won't be available on on Saturday. Um, but he he's an outstanding man. Uh, he's he's an athlete. You know, he's he's such a good player. Yeah, you could probably say he's lost that 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 little edge of pace at, at his age. But the games he's played, he's been absolutely different class, and he's good with the young kids, which is the most important thing for us hmm. um, I brought in young Joe Mundy from Bodmin um, bet he's not even 18 till this month again need to get him fit um, big lad um, I think so much potential is in that kid um, and you probably won't see the best of him till Christmas but he's one we wanted he's a centre forward we wanted um, to come in uh, fits our profile great um, and yeah so we've got him in I've got young Connor Madge in um, it was at Oakhampton last year, but sort of very much skirting their squad. Um, so we, we played up at Torridge side and beat them. He played for them. And, and I said to him, you need to play for us. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bet they loved um, you for that. <laughs> he lives in Oakey. Um, so it's not that far from us. Um, and we've signed him. He's a, a really raw, quick left winger, right winger, absolutely pace, pace to burn. Um, so we've signed him. Uh, we've signed Ryan Bath, who's a, a very, very um, versatile player, defender, could play across the back four or in, in CDM there. Central, I don't like CDM, but <laughs> more a defensive midfield player. Um, and he's done really well. Um, and then I've got Harley Westlake. We signed the big lad, uh, big centre-half from Bude mm-hmm. um, last year. I think he played all but four or five games for them last year. Um, local lad. Um, again, d- does really well. Gives a bit of balance on that that uh, back line with his left foot, uh, left corner of, of the two. Um, I'm just trying to think who else we signed. I think that I think that's probably about it. Um, we've, we've had a couple more. I mean, James Close, who played sporadically for us last year, is now available most of the time for us this year, which is a great. I mean, he's got so much energy. So that's sort of like a new signing as well. James again fits the profile. Um, 22 years of age, you know, lots, lots of uh, left in him to improve. Um, and obviously, you know, we've got uh, we've re-signed Alfie Fothergill, which Fothers just come from strength to strength. He reminds me of what we're trying to do with Young Monday. He came and he, he had injury problems with his shoulder, and you know, we we brought him in and he took a while to get fit, and then. But my goodness, I mean, he's caused people problems this preseason. So that, that's been good for us. And we're, we're a little bit more mature. I've got, you know, when I say mature, we've got a couple of 25-year-olds. In the <laughs> Old stages. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And the other thing we've done is we've, we've tried to profile our reserve team as well. So we, we, we got a lad called Kev Hatch. You put, well, yeah. people, around, people around the circuit will know Kev. Um, finished his career at North Petherwin last year um, and wanted to come in. He's been a Launceston boy and he's a Launceston player who has been in the past. He knows lots of people locally and we've managed to get in a few young players. Now, we've signed a young lad called Will Elliott from uh, from Tavi. Um, he was 16 on the 25th of May. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So when I signed him, again, it's one of them moments, isn't it? Give us your date of birth and stuff. Okay, 25th of May, uh, 2007 <laughs> blimey <laughs> but he we've got a few of them as him there's the young lad Jacob Ham we've signed as well a local 16 year old um, who's really they're really exciting young players who, who may be flip flopping this year between the step seven and us our reserves um, we've got so many exciting young players they we was at the game last night they had a, the reserves had a game against Penn Silver which was a really tough game you know some really strong Strong lads played for them. They have a proper, proper men's group, hmm. and they beat them five two. They they outplayed them, and I, and, and we're going down that profile for that. So hopefully this year the reserves who are getting beat like you know eight and nine one every week, um, this year I think are going to be much much more competitive, which then gives me that uh, that, that that sort of credibility that I can carry eighteen nineteen in the first team, and the ones that are on the bench or suspended or anything they can actually then go and play an incredible team Mm. at step seven so that looks like that will be working much better so as you can sort of see we're trying to build the club as well as Mm. the team 
It's yeah. not just about the team that goes out on Saturday, although we are looking to improve that where we can, how we can within our, our budgets. Mm. I mean, my budget's the same as last year. You oh. know, we're not getting any more money. I don't want any more money, right? We're staying. I mean, I spent next to nothing last year. It should be a, a, a petrol to the game and a little bit of a, a drink after the game, in my opinion, you know, and then let's make you better if you can become better, if you become really good player at this level. The, you know, if you, if you want to earn a bit of money out of football, it will come and the sky's the limit for you. But this year, it's, you know, for us, it's, it's bringing them players through and giving them a platform to make mistakes, be positive and do it from there, you know? Hmm. Well, interesting stuff, Neil. Um, as far as the season goes, uh, I, I can't let you go without sort of asking you what, what would be a good season for you and the club or the first team? Well, yeah, the first team this year. I mean, I, I've said it's about progression. I, I, if I could get, if I could finish tenth, or a single figure would be brilliant for me. So if we could be ninth or tenth or eleventh and had a good season, the, the young players have progressed again. Um, we've we've won as many or as more as we've or, or, or more than we've lost. Um, we've done it the right way. Um, everybody smiled and had a good time, and then we can sort of progress it from there that this year would be a good season for me. Anything after that's a bonus. Um, but it's a tough league. And, you know, we've come from nowhere. <laughs> we've come from, you know, minus places, to be fair. So so this year, you know, I'm, I'm not good. Look, I'm sure with the young team we've got, there's going to be a few setbacks. But I'm, I'm not envisaging it being last season. I'm envisaging us as being much more stable, much more competitive, uh, and in most games... And to be fair, the league is very much like this, as I've come to see. It's the, it's, it's the top five and then it's the rest, isn't it? Mm. So if we can be closer to the top five, so I mean, they on, on, on average beat us about 5-0, everybody in the top five last year. If we can be closer to them and give them better games and perhaps just get a result here and there against them, a little draw or something, you know, um, and then we can be really competitive with the rest, that's where we're looking to be. Okay, and uh, when we spoke last season, you, you were about to travel down to Mullion, I think. You've you've got them. Well, that, it, that's in fact your first away game. How did you yeah. find Mullion? How you I, know? I really like them as people. I thought they were a great bunch of lads. The management were lovely. The club was lovely. So, and for me, that was a first. I, yeah. I, you know, what, what of you? <laughs> yes, that's right. Coke. Don't go what there in the middle you? of the winter, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't there in the middle of winter. <laughs> but, but we, you know, we'd started, we'd started then to get a few players in. I mean, we lost one nil, a little bit un, unlucky there. Um, and then, you know, later on in the season, we did better against them. But, but to be fair, yeah, no, that 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 was a good game. I mean, they were they were fairly strong. But what I can gather, and what I do gather, is. You know, Cornish football is a little bit of a merry-go-round, isn't it? And, and you know, is, is it twenty players Bodmin have got in um, this year? Now we've we've got some in, but we've only let two go. So we've we've we're pretty stable. We're pretty stable. Um, and I want to continue that theme. And who knows what Mullion are going to be? I don't know. Have they got some from Hellstone? Have they got some from Mousel Development? Have they got some from Newquay? Have they got? I don't know. I wouldn't know. Um, and I think that's that's a little bit of 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 the beauty of it. It's a little bit unknown. Um, but, yeah, no, look, we, we'll, the teams like Mullion and I'm sure they're going to be like us. And I hope we go down there and give them a good game, play well, give them a good game. And hopefully, you know, we're in that game and we can, we're, we're vying for the three points, genuinely. Um, they're the games that we're looking 
you know, over the two, perhaps looking to, to get the points from. And not just them, you know, your Camelfords, your Stickers, you know, all the, the dog walls and all them, all them, them teams that I would say were the rest, probably. I'm sure they'll love you calling them the rest. So we'll leave it there, Neil. But uh, <laughs> thanks very much. Well, along with us, yeah. along with us, we're the rest. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think that if, if if you're being honest about our football, if you go through it, you know, I mean, you know, uh, list guard of the Carlin Globe Trotters, aren't they? They are. Yeah. If you look down their list, that's the names of all the players that are coveted in Cornwall, more or less. You know, you look at Mullion, uh, Mullion are brilliant, uh, not Mullion, um, Wendron, sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Wendron. I, I, that's a really good role model, by the way. Um, I think they're doing it right. I'd like to see them win it, actually. Um, and then you've probably, and, and then you've got the others who are viewed are paying a few quid, Liscard are paying a few quid, Bobman are paying a few quid. You know, you go in, Stein, Wade Bridger, a, a big club who, who are quite financially cool and pay a few few quid so you're looking at them teams and probably saying they're probably going to be I'm not sure about Bob maybe because they weren't last year but certainly that five are the teams with financial or they've got the money and they then go and get what you would call the more experienced players in our, at our level so that's you can probably name the top four or five can't you and I think then if you looked at the league last year it was very much like that if you mm. looked at it then there was new key then there was the rest and I think I'm not not trying to dis, you know be be disparaging against anybody, but I'm sure it won't be a lot different to that this year. And all I'm trying to say is I think we're instead of us being one of the bottom three, hopefully we can win one of the rest with dog walls and mm. with stick and with with them sort of teams and and be vying to get the points off of them. Well, that sounds fair enough to me. We wish you the best yeah. of luck in, in achieving that. And uh, it'll be interesting, perhaps, this season to come back to you a little bit more often and, and hear how it's, how it's going. Uh, yeah, you certainly like sounds that. as if you're enjoying it anyway. Massively. I mean, I, I'm not saying I, was before, I wasn't at times, <laughs> but I've got some brilliant lads. We've got a great group. They're really quite a localish group as well. Um, and and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them boys you know, them boys push on. That's what I'm looking to do. Um, I'm making the most of some of the older players who have bummed around, not quite done it, or, you know, that for whatever reason, trying to get into their heads and going, come on, put a bit more effort in, put a little bit, be a bit fitter. And you know what? I think you could be a player at this level. And I'm looking forward to them growing, really, as a group. That's what I'm looking forward to. Right. OK, well, for the moment, Neil, thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers, mate. I was well impressed, mate, actually, with the way uh, Neil improved it last season at Lawton, mate. I, I remember Jack played up there for Weybridge the second or third game of the season and they, and they battered him, to be honest, mate. I think I think it was 4-0, could have been 8 or 9. And then to watch him again at Newquay, I think it was, well, it was after Christmas, things, maybe February time, mate, and it was like, <clears throat> it was like watching a different team play, mate. You know, Neil got them competing in every game, I think, mate, second half of the season. It it was great work, mate, what he did. And and it sounds like <clears throat> it sounds like Neil's bringing some, you know, professionalism to the club and, and what a role model for any young player to go and to play for him, really, mate, isn't it? You know, what he's done in the game and, and obviously what I, what's going in that is, mate, you know, he's still as professional and, and still as fit as they come, mate, isn't he? What I, so takes the game seriously, you know, as Neil mentioned and it'd be interesting, I think, Diggs, to see 
<clears throat> Sorry, mate, keep coughing. <laughs> Sorry, mate, flipping tit. I can speak for more than about 20 words and it starts tickling these. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Apologies to everyone, mate. Sorry. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see how they progress again this season, mate. Sounds like a young side, Neil's building and improving the club as a whole by the sounds of it, mate, doesn't it? On and off the field. So. All good stuff at Penny. I mean, great interview, Dick. So like you said, I, I, I just think it's really interesting to hear from like Neil and like Simon, you know, at St. Dennis last season, Dick, you know, blokes that have come down from like Birmingham and, and London and that. And, you know, and, they, and they've they sort of, you know, taken the Cornish sort of game, you know, it's really refreshing the way they've learned about Cornish football, Dick, isn't it? And, mm-hmm. you know, both of them sort of, you know, got stuck into it straight away, got to know the teams and the players and and sort of embraced it, mate, aren't they, really? So, yeah, really, you know, really great to, to see Neil, you know, enjoying it for one thing, mate, and and, and doing and doing a really good job at Lonson, mate. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. One thing you mentioned there, Andy Watkins being professional, I don't think he's that professional anymore, Rappo. If he can go on honeymoon you know, for the football season, what is going on, Andy Watkins? Surely not. I know. I've got, I've got to be honest, mate. I messaged Wyo last week, mate, because his photos from Thailand, mate, look unbelievable, mate. And, you know, he said, you've got to go. It's on my bucket list, Deeks. I mean, Wyo's... <laughs> I mean, it looks like he's having an unbelievable time. But he did say, Diggs, it's the first time he's missed um, the first game of the season for 20 years. Is it? He said. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose we can let him off, mate, can we? I suppose so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this Saturday, um, Sinorso against Penzance, Bodmin take on Bude, Camelford against Callington, Dobbles home to Holsworthy, Lanson play Weybridge Town and Mullion against Sticker. That's in the league. Obviously, there's a few, uh, well, Liskard away, yeah. Bridgewater and uh, Wendron home yeah. to St. Blaise in the FA Cup. Um, out of those games, um, which one really, those mm-hmm. league games, which one takes your fancy most? I think like Phil said, mate, maybe, maybe Bob Mimbew, maybe Dicks. You know, see, it'd be interesting to see what Bude's got. I've already watched Bodmin, mate, and Dane, Dane and Sean, you know, what they're trying to do. Uh, Bodmin, mate, in a, in a friendly, you know, they played some good possession um, football digs, but I suppose a lot of people will want to have a look at St. Ulster as well, mate, wouldn't they? With, I mean, if you've got Carts and Eds, mate, up front, both <laughs> fit. That's a in front two deeps, isn't it? <clears throat> well, there's a, certainly a few goals between them. Uh, historically, yeah. I mean, they, they are coming. They're at the twilight of their careers to some extent, but um, yeah. yeah, they know where the net is, and uh, they've got Jake Miller there yeah. as well. Haven't they seen Austell? Yeah, he looked good the other night as well, Deeks. I, I watched an Austell against Mount Gould last week, mate, and and um, yeah, really good game. Two good teams actually, Deeks. I really enjoyed that game, and St Austell looked like so good in midfield, mate. You know, they really, you know, energetic and you know, good. I mean, you know, they've got sort of young, young Noah, you know, from uh, Nuki yeah. Deeks, you know, Teeks. Yeah. You know, he looks good. He's going to be some player. And obviously, you've got slates in there. Like you said, mate, Jake Miller. Um, uh, you know, crikey, mate, trying to think who else played in there now. Um, is, oh, Duffer, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Duffer. Duff, yeah. yeah. Is, um, Duffer's back. Is there going to be a place um, for Ollie Brokes or not? Yeah, Brokes played centre half, Diggs. Ah, <laughs> yeah, right. with. with um, with a with a young lad, you know, Rosevear, mate. 
Owen is it so yeah. they look good as well they look solid deeps obviously you know Ari from Newquay in goal mate <clears throat> you know quality keeper as well so they're looking they got you know when up front obviously mate that night they you know they, they didn't look you know sort of too strong but but um, obviously there was no heads there and and you know you get heads and carts but back as a you know if you can keep them fit deeps will see it I mean what a spine mate isn't it what a spine Mm. Of the, you know, what a team that is, mate, really. Because they've also got um, Tom Whip there as, as well, haven't they? they, they he's signed Yeah, them, I think so. Whip, yeah. That's true. I forgot about Whippy, mate. Yeah. Signed on. So, yeah, obviously, Knight has got a few players to bring in as well, mate, any from <clears throat> from what I've seen um, the other night, Dick. So, mm. yeah, so they're still going to be competing, I think, mate, this year. Yeah. Like what they've done, mate. Like what they've done. <laughs> right so uh, yeah. yeah all being well we might hear from their um, well I say new manager but Chris Knight he's been, been there a couple of times already isn't he at Siddlestall yeah. so, so he's back in charge yeah. for this coming season um, trying to get him this season uh, this this week on the podcast but unfortunately um, he wasn't available through work but uh, hoping to speak to him um, for next week's podcast so that'd be good to hear what is happening at Polter. In the meantime, let's find out what's happening at Bodmin, shall we? Lots of things, lots of things going on there. And uh, it's a very chirpy and cheerful Dane Bunny. <laughs> Another season, Dane, about to begin. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, it's been quite a busy summer. So um, if we're not ready now, we never will be. So hopefully, yeah. Yeah, you said it's been a busy summer. Uh, um, players coming and going at uh, Priory Park, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to uh, see that we need to change some things around from last season. Um, so, obviously, we brought a lot of players in and, and let a lot of players go and just to see if we can get some sort of improvement going down there and... and um, Obviously, we really want to have a much better season than we did last year. Yeah, 12th last season, I would imagine that was very disappointing for you. Um, well, it's obviously not where I want to be. Um, you know, I mean, it was really hard to motivate yourself just for filling fixtures come the end, which I really struggled with. Um, coming from years of of being competitive at the sharp end of competitions it was a new experience um so um yeah it was really struggle i, w I would say from february on it was quite difficult as well because we had some big gaps in our fixture list so mm. i think i don't think we played in march um <laughs> and then all of a sudden you've got to get everybody back up for it again and um and and like kind of mobilize everything again and and so yeah it was just a difficult time it was um yeah to be fair i I didn't anticipate um, still being here at this point, but then obviously we, we got a new, we, you know, the club got kind of sorted and new chairman came in and things like that. So it's a lot more positive at the moment and um, uh, it was it was worth sticking around for and, and going again. Yes, because uh, obviously I'd, I'd forgotten that um, lots of things happening behind the scenes there at Bodmin. Everything sorted... Um, and everyone, well, you say new chairman, uh, what sort of impetus has that meant on you then? Just um, 
you know, I mean, just just he, he's ambitious. He's, he's told me what he wants to achieve, and um, and uh, I just think like um, you know, he's he's backed me in 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 every, and he's given me everything I've asked for. Um, and um, you know, I think you know it's worthwhile going again and, and seeing what we can do. And um, it's obviously a really difficult landscape at the minute with with the way local football is with with step five and and even step four being a lot more accessible these days to players so um it's quite it's quite difficult that's why you see i think um players signing and then go into other clubs quite quickly because i think we have to um reassess whether we start and stop announcing players like 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 we do because i think it just alerts other teams that yeah. that, that players on the move and that player is available um so it might be something that we stop doing but um you know it is what it is and everyone's got a place on the food chain and and um you know it just makes it a little bit more difficult yeah lots of different views on on um, social media being used for these transfers in and uh, um yeah you're probably right there that uh, you need to well every club perhaps should be keeping quiet as to uh, you know all these new signings but who are the new signings you've got i mean obviously this is going out on friday so it's only a day before the new season so i, I wouldn't have thought you'd get any seven days in but um no. <laughs> who are the play- the new players in that are going to hopefully excite the crowd there at uh, priory um, park well, where do I start? I mean, we signed, I think I've signed 17. 17. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, we've signed some, we've signed, you know, they're all good lads. They're, it's just obviously gelling them at the minute. I know there is some genuine concern for Bob Mintown on the, on the Cornish Soccer Forum, um, but there, there need not be. Um, you know, it's, uh, we've bought in 17 lads and we haven't won a game in pre-season, but three of those <laughs> games were against opposition higher than us where we didn't really have uh, the ball much and then all of a sudden these people who, who clearly post and know nothing about football whatsoever uh, think that we're supposed to turn it on and off like a tap and all of a sudden when we play lower league opposition dictate the game with the ball when we've had zero practice with it so far so um, you know it, it'll take some time to gel everything together but um, I wouldn't like to single anybody out because I think they're all good lads. We've signed, we've signed a good group, and they're still gelling. They're still building relationships with each other. It'll still take some time from now, um, but they know that the season starts Saturday, and, and you know now's the time to start. So um, we need something to click from now. To uh, but I'm not expecting the finished article yet for quite some time. But at the end of the day, it. It is all about goals, really, getting those goals. Yeah. Um, who, who have you got up front, though, this season? Well, we've got Ryan Knight, um, who we signed. He played for Millbrook last season. Um, and then we've got, uh, we signed the lad, Jack Tribble, who's, who's got quite a good pedigree, really. So he's obviously been at, had spells at Tavistock and Parkway in the past. And I know he had a spell at Callington where he got into a little bit of trouble. But, you know, we took a punt on him. Um, and then I've retained Connor Spear from last season. Connor Spear played for us last season, and, and I like Connor. He's a good lad, and I, I think he deserved another another run at it this year. Um, and then, um, obviously, we brought in the enigma that is the Waltz. So, um, <laughs> certainly entertaining us at the minute. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the lad scores goals, you know. He's... Um, I think he scored in every game he started in pre-season. 
Um, so, yeah, so those four really at the minute, um, you know, and they'll all get good uh, opportunities and, and that's who we're relying on to get our goals from the front. But we'll also need goals from the midfield as well. And, you know, it's uh, like any any successful team, everybody will have to chip in. And I guess as a manager, you're constantly, though, on the lookout for players that can bolster the squad, aren't you? I mean, I'm just looking at last season. Would you believe it? I, I can't believe this figure, but you used 55 players last season. Well, well I didn't. Well, Bob Bobman did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when I went in... in October we rebuilt the team you know and then and then we pretty much used a similar group to fulfill the rest of the season like you know so um yeah I mean 50 is too much isn't it it's um but you have to say you know they had two teams there last season maybe three teams because they you know at the start of the season it was well it was you know people were commenting how they were using a set of players for midweek and a set of players for the weekend (laughs) and then I came in and completely rebuilt it again um so 50 is probably not surprising. But mm. this season, hopefully there'll be a, a little bit more stability in the squad that we've built. There'll still be, you know, you know what it's like after two or three weeks of the season, people realise that they're not playing so much. There's almost another round of transfers again, like, you know. So um, there'll still be people that go and I'm sure there'll be people that come in. Um, uh, we'll probably get a goalkeeper across the line today because Rickard's away for the month of August. Oh. So... Um, you know, but we're happy with with what we're bringing in. So, um, yes, you know, it's it's been a nightmare day to be honest. It's been an absolute nightmare summer, and and um, if it was like this every year, I wouldn't do it. I, I simply wouldn't do it. I just because I, I just I'm not. Going, I can't be bored. Why, why is that then? Is it just you're spending too much time on football, whereas you should be spending it on your on your own life? Um. I think because of the magnitude of the rebuild, I've had to sign a lot of players, and signing players isn't easy. No, it's. Um, I, I reckon you have to speak to about seven. The ratio probably about seven or eight players to sign one. <laughs> um, and then I think a lot of people have lost their basic manners this summer. You know, there's a lot of people who you speak to who you, who you know, um, who you've dealt with before. And this, by the way, you know, there's a there's a a group of managers who network with each other and they're all saying the same thing as well. There's, there's players who you've had relationships with players who you haven't had relationships with. Um, but they'll talk to you and they'll have a conversation with you about it. And then, and then you never hear from them again. And even if you message them and say, look, what's, you know, where are you at? What, what, what's your thinking? They just won't reply to you, Hmm. you know, and then you learn that they're not coming to you because they've been announced by another team on Twitter, (laughs) Right. you know, and and it's that kind of thing that's really dragged me down this summer because I've got no problem with players who don't want to sign, you know, if it's not right for them, all they got to do is say, it's not for me. I'm going to go somewhere else, but it's, it's the, it's the chase. It's the chase that annoys me because I think a lot of players enjoy being chased and uh, and that's been really disappointing this summer. It's uh, and it's not just me either. It's you know there's other managers saying the same. You know I was talking to Matt the other day and he had a player who just who 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 we've both worked with and he had a player who's who's just totally blanked him as well. Hmm. So you know it's that kind of thing that's gone on this summer, which is disappointing and uh, it really does drag you down and. Uh, yeah, so to be honest, I'll be glad when the season starts so I can have a rest. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. I think a lot of managers say that to me, that actually uh, they can't wait for the season to begin. Your season yeah. begins, obviously, Saturday, home to Bude, uh, and then midweek home to Camelford. Yeah, um, yeah Bude, they, they could be one of those sides up around the top, I guess. I guess so. I went and watched on Monday night. Um, you know, good team. Um, good outfit, I guess. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of them. I, uh, they were up around there last year, really, weren't they, for the majority of the season? So, who knows? Who knows? Um, you know, I, I know they've bought some in, and I think they've lost some as well. So it's hard to tell from watching a friendly, really. But um, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out more over the next few weeks. Mm. And you mentioned um, earlier about pre-season friendlies. It's difficult to decide what you want to do, isn't it? What sort of opposition? Um, you know, do you go for a, a real good side that you know you're going to mm. get some some minutes running around chasing a ball but not seeing it, or, or do you look to play? I don't know, St. Pyrrhon League Division Three or whatever it is, and, and yeah. whack in a few goals. How do you decide? I mean, it's so difficult. It depends what you depends how you look at it. You know, I mean, some managers will say, "I want to play lesser opposition to build up the confidence." Um, some managers seem to want to play nine or ten friendlies um, and forego some training sessions, perhaps. Um, we went normally I only have five um, but because we're a new group I'll put six in um, and like I said we picked hard friendlies because my objective of pre-season is to get to the night before the first game of the season and have a squad of fit lads to pick from mm. with no injuries and that's all I want to achieve from pre-season I, I honestly couldn't give a toss about results in pre-season the friendlies mean nothing you don't know how many players are missing from the opposition you've always got four or five away on holiday uh, or unavailable so the results in pre-season mean absolutely nothing of course you can spot trends you know there's teams who you look at even us you know leaking a few too many goals so you can start to try and address that um, but it's important that if you do spot those trends you do something about it on the training ground um, but you can't do that if you're playing 10 friendlies yeah. you know? so yeah. um, it's it depends on the manager as an individual what he wants to do and, and like I said all I want to do is get to the first game of the season with a squad of, of fit lads um, you know minutes in the bank um, minutes all all my players have had equalish minutes um, and they've you know like I said earlier when I say that the chairman's backed me we've got all the GPS data uh, that we're using and I've been able to track everybody's minutes and they've all had their or thereabouts the same um, and so they're all at a good level of, of fitness um, and match fitness um, and that's all I wanted to achieve from pre-season so like you know the, re the results don't mean nothing you know don't mean absolutely nothing it's what matters now is 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 what what counts and you know we're going to go into Saturday and want to throw everything at it and if, if that means we come out on top then brilliant it's a good start and if we don't we'll just go into Camelford you don't you know the league isn't defined on the opening day of the season No Do you know your starting 11 for Saturday? Yeah Yeah I've got my starting 11 all, all set ready to go and uh, hopefully no surprises when, when I ask for obviously we're talking a few days before but uh, you know hopefully when I uh get an idea of all the availability there's no surprises or anything like that and I can I can play the team that I want to play and and uh, hopefully it'll be good enough to see off Bude and you know hopefully we have a, a, a similar day to when Bude visited 
Bobman last season because we beat them last season 3-1 at all. <laughs> right, right. So, um, first day of the season, do you still get excited about it? Yeah, I do. I probably don't sound like it at the minute. No, just because that's why I, I ask. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do. I just, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I'll be glad when it starts on Saturday. And, um, you know, I, I am a bit torn because obviously Argyle start on Saturday as well. And I've, I've really got into that in the last 18 months or so. So, But, um, but in, in terms of like... Um, our own pre-season I will be glad when we get going Dave because like I say pre-season's been a nightmare it's it's uh pre-season this summer's been an absolute chore and uh and uh I, I really want to get stuck into the season and also I'm 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 hoping that we've put together a competitive squad and um that we're just not fulfilling fixtures again because I can't you know, I, I, I struggle to register that. I struggle to cope with it. So I need to be competing. I need to be in matches. I want to go into every match thinking we've got a chance to win this game. So, um, you know, and that will that will stir me and that will get me going. So, um, you know, um, hopefully that's the case. And, and I do think we have built a good squad. I, you know, I, I do think we have. So I'm sure the boys won't let me down. Um, and we are... We are looking forward to the weekend. Right. Well, it'll be very interesting to see how things go there uh, for you at, uh, at uh, Bodmin. A final question, nothing at all to do with Bodmin. You'll be happy to know. Argyll, how do you rate their chances this season? Obviously got promoted, champions. Um, they're in the championship. They're against some big boys, aren't they? How do you rate their, their chances? Um, I think if they stay up, they've had a good season. I think that just has to be the minimum aim if they stay up they've had a good season so yeah that's it really simple as that. So, <laughs> well you yeah. summed that up very well thank you yeah, very much yeah. I mean, well, you know there's no point um, no point making like outlandish predictions on them or anything like that because I just don't think it's realistic especially you know what was released yesterday when you see like Leicester's wage bill 60 million 60 plus million and, and Argos is two so <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. how are they supposed to compete against that? It's yeah. just not realistic. It's just, you know, same it, same on a smaller scale as you go down through the pyramid, isn't it? You've yeah. always got teams that have got the big budgets and teams that, that haven't, you know, like our well-advertised budget, apparently. Yes. Well, the, the, the good thing is there are people out there that are genuinely concerned about Bodmin Town. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I suspect they're not, Dave, uh, if I'm being honest. I think they just want to stir it up. And, uh, you know, people talking about our well-advertised budget is... Uh, I'd like to see what the what, what a well advertised budget actually consists of, was, or is it yeah. or is it just a competitive budget? You I was going to say I haven't seen this budget, so uh, <laughs> very no, interesting. Well, I, I obviously know, but <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's a well advertised um, high budget. I would say that it's a competitive budget, you know, and and um, you know, but obviously some obviously some people know more than me yeah. so it's um well we're waiting to see on that okay like we say they've, they've got genuine concern so uh well, well, you know, if anybody has got genuine concern for bobman they're more than welcome to contact the club <laughs> right okay on that note uh dane thanks very much and good luck for the season cheers dave yeah thanks to dane there always an interesting interview with dane isn't it rapper yeah, it is. It is, mate. Excellent interview, by the way, Diggs. You know, it was, it was really, well, it was a real honest interview from day, mate, wasn't it? You know, really refreshing to, to hear, really, a manager speak like that, mate. And 
And like Dave said, there's a lot of competition, mate, in there for players at the moment. And, yeah, you know, I mean, we've got a National League safe club, a, a Southern League club now, six Western League teams, you know, plus the rest. Thinks it's, mm. it's tough, isn't it, mate? It's yeah. tough at the minute, isn't it, mate? Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I, I, you know, God, Deeks, what were you going to say? Well, well I just, uh, no, I, I was just agreeing with you, really, that um, when you consider that just a couple of years ago, you know, the Peninsula was basically the football, you know, in the county. Yeah. Now it's very much a, they've taken a step back, haven't they? Because as you say, um, you know, exactly, exactly. Truro, I suppose, don't quite affect um, Cornish football too no. much because, you know, all the players basically are out of the county but but now yeah. with Maisel now with the Western League you know six Cornish clubs in the yeah. Western League um, so that's seven teams that a, yeah. a player who's got anything about him is going to surely be wanting to play in isn't he so uh, so it makes it hard for exactly. the likes of Dane and, and I tell you what I mean you probably know more about it than me because you've got Jack there but I just <laughs> I think Dane hit it on the head when he's basically said that the players don't give a hoot, do they really these days? Or, or some of the players don't give a hoot. I know, mate. Is it? We're, we're living in a different world, Deeks, aren't we, to when we played and all, mate, aren't we? Mm. You know, some of the stories you hear. And, and like Dane said, mate, it's just common, like, courtesy, isn't it? Manners yeah. and some of it, you know. The, the, the kids these days, they just don't reply to text me that I mean they got their phones in their hand for like <laughs> 16 hours a day aren't they mate and they but they can't reply <laughs> to a text but I, I just find it you know unbelievable you know I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Dane will get it right Deeks as the season goes on mate you know we know him don't we and, and he won't stop you know until he's happy with it but but like you said, mate, that you know, that I think there'd be a few floaters, wouldn't there? End of August and mm. start of September, you know, players not getting minutes that thought they would and and become available. But but I did watch Bobman last week against against Plimstock Deeks and I and I thought Dane and Sean had them playing some some nice possession football actually, Deeks. I mean there, there was two or three times there, mate. They must have strung <clears throat> they must have strung thirty odd passes together you know, in stages there, you know, they did keep the ball really well. And, and like, you know, like we all say, mate, results don't matter, does it? You know, I think there's the potential is there, mate. I think Dane's heading in the right direction, mate, you know, but, but it is a tough start, isn't it, mate? Bew, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Dane would take another three, one mate, wouldn't he? Mm. Like they had last season, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, always a good listen, Deeks, Dane, isn't he? and and top interview that one, mate. Really enjoyed that one, mate. Yeah. Well, I think this week we've been honoured by the fact that Neil at Lanson and Dane at Bobman they they, yeah. they they say it as it is, don't they? So uh, and that's yeah, that's great. Straight, straight in, mate. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's good to hear it from the manager's mouths, isn't it? The, yeah. Straight from the orson's mouth, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so yeah, so Bobmin, um, let's just have a very quick look at their um, opening fixtures. The Bude on Saturday, as we know, then midweek against Camelford uh, at Priory, uh, then their away to Holsworthy, away to Dobbles. Uh, way to Newquay, so um, yeah, they're not too bad a start, really, is it? That that'll be a yeah. you know a, a sensible test for them to see how they get through those games, yeah. really, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, I reckon Dane will probably be wanting about nine points from those five, wouldn't he, mate? I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought probably. so. Yeah, 
Yeah, they oh they got um, then before the end of the month they've got Sinolsta away in the FA Vars. So, uh, oh bikey. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we won't go that far into August because there's no. lots lots of games before that. But um, um, I think next week we're going to do our uh, predictions, aren't we, as to who's going to win the uh, Peninsula yeah. League? Yeah, give it a go, give it a go, Diggs. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm a bit I'm a bit flummoxed, mate. This this season, flummoxed. Mate. Why are you I'm flummoxed? Not, yeah, I'm not so sure, mate. I don't. I don't know if I watched more friendlies or whatever Deeks last year, or or I had a bit of a clearer picture because we did quite well, really, mate, didn't we last year? On the whole, mm. I thought, mate, you know, you, well, you did really well. You know, you you picked the champions, mate, last two years. But but um, but I think you know, place for place, Deeks, we we did get it pretty much, apart from a few, I think, Deeks, didn't we? But but I think we got it pretty much. Um, sort of spot on really mate didn't we so so yeah yeah but I don't know I don't know this season mate I've got a feeling got a feeling I might get a few badly wrong mate <laughs> looking, at the, well, <laughs> looking at the league it's not the end of the world Rappo if you don't if you don't win it don't worry about it too much it's uh, exactly mate yeah, exactly just enjoy it just enjoy it so uh, but, uh, I had Malcolm, mate, sending me a text, mate, Mr. Malcolm Coe. He said, uh, you and Deeks did well with your four Western League wins, didn't you? <laughs> I said, yeah, thanks yeah, very much, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah straight well, away on our case, mate, yeah, he was Malcolm. Yeah, tell him to come on the podcast and give us his predictions. Exactly. That's what I say, exactly. yeah, to these people. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, but we could have easily had four Deeks, wouldn't we? I mean, you know, four, they were all winning, weren't they, at one stage? <laughs> You know, could have easily gone the other way, mate, couldn't it? Yeah. So that's football, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, that's football. that's football. Yeah, let's not get too <laughs> uptight about it. But, um, but yeah, no. so Southwest Peninsula League, well, it's kicked off already. And then Saturday we've got um, some, uh, well, not everyone plays. Uh, I think, it, is it true that don't start until, when do they start? They start the 19th of August. So, um all right. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably because the manager's in Bermuda or something like that, I expect. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, there we go. Um, so, Southwest Peninsula, West, um, and uh, well, actually, I should have asked Phil who was going to do well in the East, I guess, shouldn't I? Um, but um, yeah. Perhaps ask him that next week. He's off to Bishop's Lydiard, which I'm glad he said where it was oh, near Taunton because yeah. I didn't really have a clue. Did you? Yeah, I've been there, Deeks. Been there? Have you yeah. played there or not? Yeah, um, no, I've not played there, mate. I just did it on. Um, it was on on the way home one day. We was actually at Taunton, Deeks. Um, oh. we, I went shopping with Rachel, and I thought I've got to get a couple pictures in here, mate. On the way, you know, I've just been shopping with her for like five hours. <laughs> Surely, I've got enough only <laughs> to pop in a couple pictures on the way, Deeks. So, <laughs> excuse me, mate. So, yeah, but um, Bishop's Lily Orb was one of them, Deeks. It it was a bit of a nightmare though, mate, because um, stuck it in the sat nav, and it took us the quickest way. Which yeah. was down about a million back lane steeps. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have got a coach down any of them. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I think I went the wrong way, mate. It, it it went on forever, but it's not not a bad little setup, Deeks. <clears throat> you know, not quite a nice stand there, mate. On a little bit of a slope, but quite a nice stand there, red and black, mate. I think, and and uh, one side sort of open, you know, with a nice view in the background, mate. And yeah, yeah, it's not a bad little uh, setup they got there, Deeks. So I think they'll be an asset to the league, mate. I think good, good. 
Well, that, yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. And uh, yeah, so some, yeah. 17 teams in the East uh, this coming season. How, how many are in the West? Um, there's, is it the same or not? Yeah, 17 in the 18, West as well. Yeah, yeah, that's 17. Right, so 17 in each. And uh, yeah, and uh, well, we wish everyone the best of luck, don't we? Yeah, exactly. Thanks, hope everyone. Uh, you know, everyone's starting on uh, the same points, mate, aren't they? At the moment. Yeah. So best of luck to them. Yeah. Best of luck to them. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. No, St. Pirin League, totally different uh, look to it this season, isn't there? With um, so many divisions. Uh, I mean, it goes on, oh, no, it goes no. on and on forever. So <laughs> It does. We've got 10 divisions, mate, haven't we, to go through. Yeah. Um, with the St. Pirans, mate, and we this uh, this season, Dick. So, hence, um, why we're gonna, you know, not go through every result with a fine tooth comb every week, Dick. Sorry, I don't think, but, no, but I'm sure if anything, yeah, exciting. <clears throat> if anything exciting happens in one of the games, Dick, we'll we'll talk about it, mate, won't we? I'm uh, sure we yeah, will. Yeah, I would hope so. I would certainly hope so. Yeah. Um, uh, last season. Uh, True City obviously won it. True City Reserves won it. They, they've gone up in yeah. the in the uh, West Division. Um, who won the East? I've forgotten. Uh, that was oh, um, uh, Sold Ashbury, of course. So, oh, yeah, 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 Sold yeah. Ashbury. It was a good battle, wasn't it? It was St Dominic, wasn't it? The yeah, St. That's, Dominic. That's right. And uh, yeah. and uh, well, it's all started again this Saturday with a few fixtures around the place. Um, yeah. There's a few scattered around, Deeks, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, well, let's begin with uh, just looking at the Premier. And, uh, well, uh, as I said, it, it's not everyone starting. It's um, just a handful of clubs. Really. Yeah. There's, uh, fortunately, three games in each of the Premier East and West. In the East, North Pedowin against the Dominic. Polparo plays Sinolstall seconds. Uh, sticker reserves. Do you do you prefer seconds or reserves, rapper? Um, um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind really. But probably reserves. I think Dicks. Reserves. Probably. Yeah. I think so. Maybe what about you? What about you? Uh, well, I I've probably. always re- preferred reserves, but I notice that there's more yeah, inclination yeah. to put seconds this season rather than yeah. reserves. So. Uh, um, There's all this development stuff and all, mate, isn't there? No. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Elston have gone one better, haven't they? They've got development one and yeah. development two. So uh, yeah, development two. Yeah, that's 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 your third take, minute. That's your third take. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so right back to the fixtures. Anyway, in the yeah. Premier Division East, North play the win against the Dominic Polpero against St Austell, Sticker against mm. St Morgan. Um, we don't know what happened to the Alternon Callington game. Uh, that was fixtured earlier in the week, um, but that's not showing now in the East. Um, in the West, we've got Alugan against Mullion, Penryn against Helston Athletic Development 1, and uh, Port 11 take on Falmouth Reserves. So, um, some interesting games. There's some, there's some lovely pitches, mate, in both um, divisions. 
looking at all them fixtures you just mm. mentioned there, Deeks. Uh, North Petherwin, mate, they got a carpet up there, Deeks. <laughs> I mean, sticker, mate. We know what stickers like all the time, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Rain or shine. Polparo, I mean, Matt, Matt's, you know, that pitch is always looking nice at Polparo. And then the West, mate, you got Gala Park, Deeks, is, you know, I mean, that's like a carpet these days, mm. isn't it, as well? West 11. Penryn speaks for itself, mate, obviously, you know, Bakes, you know, God rest his soul, mate, you know, all the years. And, you know, Bakes had his uh, memorial thing uh, the weekend, actually, Deeks, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, bless him. So, can't think of a better guy, you know, to uh, to remember, you know, lovely, lovely idea, mate, wasn't it? And I know he's got his own bench and, and you know, plaque there and everything now, mate, any Bakes, so all the hours he's put into that pitch. So, but yeah, Paul Flevin, Penryn, and Oxton Port Dicks, you know, Lovins always looking nice. So, and then Tuesday night, Dicks, you've got Wendron against St. Agnes as well, aren't you, in the West? So, <laughs> you've got probably seven of the best surfaces, mate, to kick off the season there, haven't you, mate? Yeah. And in the East, it's in the East on Wednesday night, four point against Salt Ash, mate, reserves. Oh. So, eight pitches straight. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know the pitches are a lot better today than they was in our day, Deeks, wouldn't they? Mm. You know, the, the the players are lucky these days, mate, and they they're playing on on carpets, really, aren't they? But but yeah, lovely facilities uh, all round for all of them fixtures you just mentioned. I think, Deeks, isn't there? Yeah, really? yeah, that's true. Actually, I, I never thought about it when I um, put them in, but uh, looking at them, yeah, um, you'd love to play yeah. any of those places, really, wouldn't you? So. Yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah. One man, one man that we know will be playing at one of those is the uh, Alugan skipper Steve Abbott Smith, or better known as Babo, to his mates. Um, he's on the podcast this week, rapper. Good old Babo, mate. Hello, Dave. Welcome back. Another season. Another season. Another trophy for the cabinet, or not? That's that is the plan. Yeah, <laughs> just the one or a couple. Oh, we want the lot, but yeah, <laughs> we'd, we'd take take any. Yeah, because what was it last season? It was the Cornwall Intermediate Cup, wasn't it? You won. Yeah, the Intermediate Cup, which is like the our senior cup in it. So it's quite a real nice one to win. That was. Yeah. Um, so Dominic in the final, you won. What was the score of that game? It was one nil. Late Nathan Hampton goal. That's right. That's right. I was well, there. I was there. But, yeah, uh, you was there. Yeah, nice, lovely day that was. Yeah, I was going to say, nice sunny afternoon, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, which is a bit different from what we're getting at the moment. So, what are the pitches like at the moment? Um, yeah, not nice, not a nice time of year to get rain, is it? But it is. I'm sure there's many groundsmen out there that are absolutely loving it because <laughs> we, you know, the grass didn't grow for a while. It was all brown, and this last month, all well, July's been and just wet in it so yeah there's a lot of happy ones but now they now you want games on them they'll be telling you not to play on them so there's <laughs> been a few called off yeah can't win so pre-season friendlies what have you done in those pre-season friendlies be honest we haven't had much of a pre-season it's, it's been a bit up and down we've had a couple training sessions we had we was meant to play sticker unfortunately we, we just to be honest it come too early for us and we didn't have enough commitment um, then we played um, a bit of a it's a friendly game we play every year against St Moors mm. um, uh, for a good support of ours Dougie Ern and shout out to AK from St Moors I I had a good chat with him he's, he's someone you want to get on here he is football mad what's he called? 
Um, I don't know his real name, but his nickname's AK AK from St Moore's, and AK he from says St. he listens all the time when he's doing the pitch, oh. and he he loves the show. So yeah, that's a club club on the up. That is. Um, then we played West Cornwall, and we played St Dennis, and we've got one more penciled in for tomorrow night, and then the league's here. Right, so it starts proper on Saturday, and Mullion reserves, isn't it? Yes, Mullion reserves. No, where did you finish in the league table last season? What was it? Fourth, fifth, something like that. Fourth, fourth. fourth we come in the end, yeah. Right, but you had a slow start last season, didn't you? Oh yeah, horrible start. I think we lost uh, potentially three of the first four and <laughs> relegation. Uh, yeah, just to be fair, we're always slow starters. The year before we had a great comeback and and eventually winning it, but last year, we, to be fair, we done well to claw back where we were, went on good runs. But um, you can't lose that many in your first first few games and 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 win the league. Or to be, I don't think. No. So, have you made any new signings? New signings? Um, not really. I there's a couple of youngsters coming through, um, but we haven't lost anyone. So. Right. I would say so that, that's one that's, good thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's we're quite like that at Luggan, really. It seems to be the same old, but with youngsters coming through each year and the youngsters from last year getting better. Because how many seasons for you is it now at Luggan? Um, well, I think it'd be 15 or 16 to be on 30 now. Blimey. And I was men's football when I was 16, it was first year at Luggan. I had two brief spells away but that was I was ended up back at Luggan during them seasons like very early so yeah 15, 16 Blimey one of the old boys (laughs) Right yeah so you certainly know every blade of grass on the pitch I would imagine Yeah yeah And which way do you prefer playing? Down towards the clubhouse or Um, or the other way? um, I prefer to to be fair I, I don't know what it is we always do, we have this little myth, we start, you know, downhill, um, sorry, attack uphill, and then you've got the clubhouse to attack second half. Yeah. I think most local clubs know that. Um, yeah, I don't know, that, that does that half does feel smaller. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's, but, it's easier to run downhill as well. Yeah, it? it feels like, for me, I, I need more space because I'm always chasing me first touch, so I, I actually prefer <laughs> the going uphill, but... Right. Yeah, it's not not faster. It would be easier if you just improve that first touch. That's that's oh, what I'm training. Past, I'm past improving. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> right. So, um, money in reserves Saturday. And in fact, you've got three home games, haven't you, to start the season off? Yes, um, three home games, which is quite quite rare. But I think um, because last year we had a lot of evening games to start with, and which picked up injuries. But I think we've we've done all right to start this year of that three. Yeah, and they're pretty spread out. So. Yeah, and uh, who's going to be your rivals for the for the uh, championship then? Because obviously, True City Reserves being promoted. Um, anyone new coming in? Um, well, I think obviously you can have St Day up there um, and Malzo again. Two two really good clubs, um, and the new boys that come in, St Day Pendine. I think they bring bring a lot. It should strengthen the league. Right, obviously tough places to go, aren't they? Down that way. Yeah, yeah. You want to go down there either beginning of the season or the end of the season, not in the middle of the season. So uh, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you'll lose your way in the mist. Though. Yeah, you'll lose your way in the mist and the fog and whatever. So, but um, what about Penryn Athletic? What have you heard about them? Anything? 
Yeah, I think they they seem to um, have have signed a couple of good players back and local players and maybe players that just I think last year they had players in their seconds that wouldn't want to play first team. But I haven't seen much. But what I have seen, it seems like the club is reunited now, and obviously they have Kimmo there, and he knows he knows what about, it, doesn't he? He's he's um, yeah. I think they they'd be up there to be fair if they can get a good start. Yeah, I don't know who um, who they do start with. Uh, let's just have a very quick look. Oh, they've got Helston Athletic, their first game, which also is on Saturday. And then uh, yes. their second game is against you, but not until the end yeah. of August. So, uh, Yeah, so that's our third game, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, then, you're looking forward to a new season, even though you've been playing so long, 15, 16 <laughs> years. The first day or the first match of the season, the first Saturday, is it still special for you? Yeah, I think it is. It is. It just... The whole football, you know, I know the Palencia kicked off before, but all of it, it's just, you know, you you get your, you all meet up, you get your ackies on. You, it's it's not just our football, it's whole football in general, isn't it? it's, it's more more to it. But yeah, personally, I'm looking forward to it. I want to, I want to get off to a good start because we, like I said, we didn't do that last year and you start getting the points on the board and you start ticking them off, don't you? Yeah, well, best of luck for another cracking season. Um, you've won silverware what the last couple of seasons, haven't you? Yes, um, yeah, two two in a row, wasn't it? Yeah. I, See, I you, you win so might, many, you lose count, don't you? That's the problem. Yeah, it's. I think <laughs> someone was saying on here last week on your on the podcast that you don't have time to take it in, no, but true. you do. When I, f- I think it was the Blazy manager, and yeah, I think it's always going to be good to look back on because it isn't very often you win a trophy. Luckily, we have been in that position, but to be able to do it is, it is brilliant. And I think you look back on it one day and you'll be proud of it more than at the time. Yeah, because uh, I'll tell you what, because there's an awful lot of players that out there that never win anything. So it is special to win something, even though you guys are making a bit of a habit uh, of it. It is special. It's still special. And, you know, it's great to look back on uh, on those uh, old photos and whatever. So make the most of it. That's it. Yeah, we'll do, Dave. Yeah, hopefully, like I say, hopefully we'll go for some more this year. Uh, don't, that, don't get too mood, cocky, though. Don't. <laughs> that mood could change Saturday, six o'clock, can it? You know what? That's football. <laughs> yeah, that's football. That's right. You might be, uh, well, have a, have a, well, just stay in the bar a little bit longer if you lose. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks very much. Yeah, all right, Dave. Thank you. All the best, mate. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. <laughs> As you mentioned, Rapper, the St. Pyrrhon League, uh, obviously, well, we're not going to cover every single bit of it, every podcast, because there's just too much of it. But um, interesting that they made a, a couple cup draws, and um, well, I'm not absolutely sure what the name of this cup is, but um, uh, the fixtures have been quoted on the um, Cornwall Football Forum. Um, it's the League Cup first round draw, but to some interesting ties there, Abba. Did you see the, the likes of uh, Torpoint having to go to suggest and Torpoint's neighbours, yeah. Millbrook, having to go to suggest neighbours, Pendeen? That's uh, yeah. what what yeah. a coincidence that is. But um, it is, isn't it, mate? Yeah. yeah. The suggestion was that they should Millbrook and Torpoint should travel down together, but I see the fixtures on different dates, so that's definitely not possible. Even if you know, the, even if the clubs wanted to, but. Um, 
a couple cup competitions there have been draws for, and that, that's certainly one of them. I don't know when the county cup competitions are going to be drawn. They don't obviously get played for a little while yet, but we'll be keeping an eye out for that. Yeah, some interesting games in that in that um, League Cup draw. You got a lugging away to Gunnis Lake, which um, yeah is going to be interesting. You got, of course, you've got Penryn against St Agnes. Some you Kimo manager yeah. now Penryn against his old club St Agnes. Who <laughs> would have? Wow, you could have put money on that coming out, I guess, couldn't you? But yeah, um, got uh, good odds on that. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Lance and reserves down at Paranwell. Uh, St Austell reserves down at Port Levin. So, uh, oh, Callington down at Redruth. There seems to be a, a lot of sort of inter uh, uh, east against west yeah. games, doesn't there? So, um, interesting. I like that though, Dick, don't you? I like, you know, east against west. You know, it's a bit of a change in it for the teams, mate, isn't it? I think to yeah, that's a bit right. different opposition, isn't it? Same sort of level, but um, <clears throat> but different opposition. And there's a day out, isn't it, mate? I think, yeah, and it? it's sort of. One of them sort of days you can plan a sort of lads bit of a day out, couldn't you? Yeah, really, Far- Falmouth up at Alton Nun, so that's another trip. Some a few int- miles, mate. Yeah, some yeah. miles. So um, some interesting games to come, and uh, I think a lot of those games are sort of towards mid October onwards, sort of thing. So we've got a little little while before um, yeah. we get to to see those games, but um, I, I see on full time that's uh, there's a George Evely Cup. Um, mentioned um so i don't know what that superior league cup whether that's uh gonna have a a, a name as such perhaps someone can let us know on that but um but certainly the draws been out made out uh, for the first round and uh, some interesting ties so uh, yeah. and we will be covering the superior league each week on the podcast um and picking out the the best of what there is i think is probably uh, yeah. how we're going to do it isn't it highlights isn't it Dakes highlights <laughs> no I'm just grey I'm just grey so <laughs> so at least so... you've got a nice head of Dakes <laughs> yeah so I could say the same for myself mate yeah but it means I've got to pay a tenner every five weeks to get it cut I mean I could save myself yeah. some money couldn't I if I didn't have any hair true but, mate yeah. I'll tell you what Dakes I had a, I had a shave a haircut a little massage and all, mate. Everything in in Turkey, mate. Worked out about eight quid. <laughs> yeah, I thought I wish I'd do that over here, mate. And I bet at this moment in time, you wish you were back in Turkey, don't you? Oh, I'd give anything at the moment. It's rained every day since we got home. <laughs> yeah. Well, go away again. Get out of it. So, yeah. yeah. I know, mate. Okay. Yeah. Now, now the big big question is: Are you going to be well enough to go anywhere in the next seven days, football wise? This is. I, I was thinking that, Deke. So, I, yeah, I, I feel rough. Well, before I come on, Deke, I've, I've been feeling rough, you know, since I got home from work yesterday morning and sort of in bed. But and I, I just noticed before I come on, I got like little white lumps on the back of my throat as well, Deke. <laughs> oh, <so>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping it's not tonsillitis, mate, because I'm I'm starting to burn up a bit as well, Dick. So I've been taking the paracetamols, but but yeah, I'm hoping it's just a cold and and nothing worse, Dicks. But yeah, I got a feeling I won't be going very far, mate. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Bob Mimbu, Dicks, if I can get out of bed, mate, or or just uh, listen to all the tw- you know, listen to you guys, mate. On 
on Twitter, mate. You know, from I guess you're Wendron Lazy Dick, so yeah, mate. Yes, I, I'm, I'm going to Wendron against um, Super yeah. Lazy. So uh, I like to go somewhere where there's a bit of history being made. I mean, last yeah. week, last <clears> week, <throat> I wouldn't normally watch Super Lazy three times in a week. I must admit. Um, but uh, last Saturday, obviously, they Blazy were creating the history by their first Western League game. Yeah. This Saturday, it's, it's Wendron that are doing it um, by being in the FA Cup for the very first time. So, uh, uh, you know, I like to be there for these occasions. So, uh, it, yeah, exactly. It's, 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 yeah, all good for Cornish football, isn't it, mate? All yeah. good for Cornish it's, football. It should be, to be, to be honest, it should be a cracking game, actually, between two sides that obviously ran each other yeah. close last season, didn't they? So, uh, yeah, I think they both won at each other's venues, didn't yeah. they, Dicks, last season? Yeah. 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 All, all to play for, mate. Wouldn't like to protect that one, mate, would you, really? <clears throat> be a tough, tight one, I think. Tight one. So yeah, it's going to be a tight one, but I, I just, I just think possibly Wendron might shade it, but, um, but I yeah, think, I, I think, think both sides have got, right. both sides have got players out. So um, yeah, which is yeah, true, mate. Yeah, so, true. so we'll have to wait and see. Um, never know, could be a draw and replay. Yeah, could well be that one, mate. Yeah, yeah definitely, mate. definitely. So, Hopefully I'll be well enough for that one, mate. If there is a yeah. replay at some crazy digs on my doorstep, yeah, might be, might be out and about by the next midweek, mate. I, yeah, I don't know about Saturday digs and football league and all starts as well, mate. Doesn't it? It might be a soccer Saturday in bed, <laughs> looking at Twitter, mate. <laughs> looking at Twitter, <laughs> but um, but um, oh, I didn't say about Babo, mate. Did I? We we um. No, we spoke to Barbara, Yeah, I, I just sort things. I I always go for a lugan to win that league, mate. Every year because I, I I quite like a lugan Deeks and and the players that they got, mate. I know it's one of your local teams, mate, isn't it? Mm. A lugan, yeah. But um, but I'm sure the likes of St Day, mate. I mean, I've noticed they've got put hell of a squad together, haven't they? Um, this season, mate. So I think it'll be a close run thing again, mate, that, that division. And I mean, fourth, mate, you know, like Babo said, was pretty shocking, really, for a club like a Lugan, wasn't it, last season? So, <laughs> you know, I, I know they did great in the Cups to make up for it, didn't they? Mm. You know, Mike Mulkey and all, you know, got, got the club to two finals and that. But, but, um, but now nah, I fancy a Lugan to get off to a better start this season, Deeks, with, with three home games, mate, like you and Babo were saying. So, you know, he's a great captain, mate, isn't he, Babo, and a, and a good player to have. And he's a big part of everything that a Lugan does, mate, isn't he? So, and um, and he and he listens to the show in the shower as well, mate, doesn't he? Well, <laughs> well, we assume he still does. I didn't actually get around to asking him that, but um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. probably not as much these days, mate, with the price of water bills and fuel bills, mate. And, and he's probably and he's got a young child yeah. to to look after exactly. as well, so he's got to be. Doing... Yeah, he's got the nipper, no? yeah, yeah, yeah. More important things, mate. To... You know, in his life now, mate, isn't there? What, more Bless. important than the Rapper and Diggs Friday Fix podcast? <laughs> Surely not. Yeah, I'm sure he still fits us in, mate, doesn't he? Yeah. Bless him, mate. But, I was but, um, trying yeah. to think. Um, I, I was, it suggested to me that St. Day had signed a few uh, decent have, players. Mate. Oh, Sam Buckley is yeah. there from um, from um, St. Blasey. 
Um, Moxie, Kyle, yeah, Kyle Marx is there yeah. from Blazing. Yeah. yeah, Jackson Moxie was there. So yeah. well, that's two Southwestern League standard players already, isn't it? Two good Southwestern League players as well, really. Yeah. From top sides, mate, isn't it? Really. Well, from the top side. Champions so, last season. Champions. Yeah, that's well, right. Yeah. Yeah, they got a South Western League Champions medal last season, didn't they? Those yeah. lads. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't be no better than that. No. So, but, um, uh, so yeah, so they yeah. could be a side to, to look out for this coming season in the in the Superior mm. League uh, Premier. Time will tell. Time will tell. Sinai's, um, uh, today, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, uh, shall we just have a very quick look, see what their opening fixtures are like? Yeah, that'd be interesting, mate. Ooh, Things right. here about well, you're looking, Diggs. It's shame to hear a few teams have withdrawn already, isn't it? Yes. Sinoids Reserve and Resudgeon from the West, isn't it, mate? And and Safecake Seniors from the East, Diggs. You know what? I watched them win the league in the last season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Such a shame, isn't it, mate? Crazy, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Just I, the yeah. to show, isn't it? Yeah, I think... Um, with the Superior League all becoming one, yeah. the registration obviously you can only sign for one team. Um, so that was it. Was always expected that there might be a few clubs that uh, struggle, and um, perhaps you know we've seen that already. But but today, um, oh, I suppose they've got yeah. cricket there, haven't they? So they actually play their first four. Yeah. Their first four games are away. Um, and uh, wow, would you believe that? Um, the very first game is away to Redruth United, just down the road. Oh, I was going to say, a mile, a mile away, mate. <laughs> yeah, not very far, anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah. That, that's an interesting um, first game of the yeah. season. Um, and uh, yeah, that's right. And, uh, and then they're away to Hale, uh, away to Port Leven, and uh, mm. they start. Early September, they're away to St Agnes. So, uh, yeah, not a bad start for them, is it? No, two lovely pitches there, mate. Ale and Paul Flevin as well, mate. And on the pitch, theme digs yeah. too. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, they'll, they'll suit St Day, I would have thought, mate, wouldn't it? the players they got so there we go rapper that that's uh well yeah. our, our second podcast uh of the of the new season yeah. and uh starting to uh talk about all the leagues uh throughout the county and the cup competitions can you keep up with it all that's the thing i know mate it's a big old learning curve i think mate isn't it for all of us this season mate the first sort of what some parent league digs isn't it you know the Sad to sad to see the combo and East Cornwall and everything, you know, Trelawney and Dutchy and you know, good old Leeds Deeks, aren't they? They've been for many a year and mm-hmm. you know, shame to see them go. But you know, I think it's probably it's probably about time, mate, isn't it? We probably probably a good thing to come under one umbrella, Deeks, do you think? Maybe, mate, for well, it's, it's something the county wanted, isn't it? And they've been able to push yeah. through. So I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm unsure whether no. it's going to make a great deal of difference. To be honest, uh, you still got the east and the west. I mean, I mean, instead of the east Cornwall and the Cornwall yeah. combination, you've got east and west. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Uh, I just hope that the players do their bit, and uh, you know, like we mentioned earlier. The, the, you know, it's courtesy as such. We don't want teams having to drop out because the players are, are letting those teams down, do we? So, no, exactly, Dick. You know, you 
get out there, play football on a Saturday afternoon, mate. I mean, what a, I mean, we wish we could still be doing it, Deeks, don't we? Mm, so, that's right. you know, get, get out there and do it. You know, nothing better, Deeks, is there? Nothing, you know, great for the old social life and whatever level you play at, you know, keep yourself fit and, you know, flipping it, you know. Don't catch cold so do easy that way, do you? No, you don't, mate. You wouldn't be sitting here, mate, a, a flipping 18 stone cripple full of coal. <laughs> probably, probably got Thompson out of sticks. Right. On that note, before we uh, before we drive all our listeners away, let's uh, yeah. let's say thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Um, yeah. Uh, have a great Saturday of, of football and the midweek yeah. games, and let's hope the weather clears up a little bit. And let's hope, uh, <laughs> let's hope uh, my co-presenter here, Rappo, is back to fighting fits level yeah. next week. And uh, and good luck to Jack um, going to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, is that, no, that's Fred Flintstone, isn't it? Who said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, mate. Abu. Yeah, apparently, Diggs, they don't show. Uh, the Flintstones in Dubai, <laughs> but Abby, Abby, Dabby, D. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right, on that note, I'm going. Thank you very much. <laughs> Worst joke ever, mate. Thanks, Diggs, and apologies to everyone for uh, for the for the condition this week, Diggs. And yeah, have a great weekend, everyone. I hope you enjoy the football. Enjoy Wendra, Diggs. Great game, that one. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast.